2: Dr. Marty. (laughs) My dogs, Mona, Frank, and Ludo love Dr. Marty. Dr. Marty Pets, nature's blend. It's designed to mimic what your dog would actually eat in the wild minus the snakes. Nature's Blend is pantry safe, no refrigeration necessary. Once you feed Nature's Blend to your dog, they'll dive right in and they'll love every bite too. Nom nom nom. For a limited time, save 50% off your first order. Go to drmartypets.com/whitney. That's dr D-R-Marty, marty m a r t y pets.com/whitney or text whitney to 511 511. Plot twist. They offer a 100% 90-day return of your purchase price. Text Whitney, W-H-I-T-N-E-Y. Also text me because I'm lonely. But text that to 511-511 or go to drmartypetscom slash Whitney today and save 50% off your first order. Disclaimer, text fees may apply. You may receive up to one additional text. Text STOP to opt out. Hey, bop, ba bop, bop, it's us. Thank you so much, Heather, for putting up with us needing to reschedule this <laughs> since <fine>. 2004.
0: <laughs> the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's.
1: Now's the time to get two for 3 dollars Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
2: Literally 2004. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's fine. I am so obsessed with you,
2: and I, it's very rare that someone gets like really successful in Uh this business and everyone's happy for them. (laughs) So congratulations on that. Thank you. Oh yeah. my God, you're happy for me. It I appreciate it. To have people like you and she root for you. That's so nice. I, it's good to know that you are rooting for me because
3: like you never know. You never know when you see people out, other sure. comedians, you're like, do they actually like me? I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah. This is our first time meeting and I, I adore you. So I feel like this is great. Thank well, you. I
2: also have watched a lot of your interviews and stuff. And something I love about you and I want to work on mm-hmm. is you... Are you don't self deprecate in a way that makes other people be like, Well, wait, like, so, like, if you're not happy, there's this trend now where comedians all have to talk about how miserable they are, right, and how horrible their lives are, and how depressed they are. And I feel yeah. like their fans are like, well, like, are you we, good? We like you. Yeah. Like, yeah. didn't I just pay $80 to see you live? Yeah. Like, didn't you just make a good chunk of change in St. Louis last week? Like, what's right. your problem? Like, you in the that you're like, I'm living my dream. I'm so happy. Right. I've reached my goals. I have no complaints. <laughs> like, you're just, like, grateful and happy. I am a very joyful comic. I will say that. You're not going, like, yeah, but I didn't get this. And I did. It's like, because yeah. the disease of no matter how successful you get, you're the compare and despair of always looking at other people's uh, accomplishments or right. just not enjoying it you just seem like you're enjoying it and I just didn't for the longest time I would say this though I mean you know, I want to ruin it for you today. I know you really are you today really are day. bringing it down for me yeah
3: yeah yeah um, they're like don't have
2: any joy or light behind your eyes I'm gonna eyes. tell you all the reasons you shouldn't be so hopeful <laughs> yeah as long as you're dead inside that means but you're doing you well you are happy and grateful that stops today today yeah <laughs> um,
3: well it's funny I mean listen you know I've just got over like my first tour and like being on the road there were moments where I was like this is fucking gnarly brutal oh my god but mm-hmm. I feel like at the end of the day, Day. and I really don't want to sound too philosophical on here but I feel like at the end of the day I'm only competing with myself uh-huh. because I know that my brand of comedy I know that my brand of me my audience like I just gotta stay in my lane yeah. that's like one thing I always learn like coming up in anything but like through business I'm like stay in your lane I know I'm good at like doing me yep. like my shit yep. so like I can't compare myself to somebody else yep. Yep. we all have different senses of humor point of view perspective yep. all this shit yeah and I, the more yeah.
2: specifically you are yourself the less competition you do have because there's no way to compete with something that unique
3: you know what it is crazy like i just had like one of the biggest moments for me personally like in my career um you
2: got to meet me and and it's yeah. look i it's it's we're the same we don't you don't you have to do that show that me your me. bathroom you already you, showed me your acreage you're like i've got 130 <laughs> acres suck my dick you live at home with your mother you know what i mean every time i have someone come over that i like i show yeah. them what i have uh-huh. and then uh Later, I will tell you what it cost, and it will lure you to come live out here.
3: But see, I appreciate that because I'm I'm Southern, and that's a Southern thing. Like, if you come to our home, I'm like, let me show you what we did upstairs with the with I, the, uh, the
2: runner. Like, that's a very I specific was, Southern lady thing I to do. I was talking to you. I was like, the beam, we put the beams in. Yeah. She didn't ask. She didn't ask. If we, I was like, and this, these arches, we yeah. added these. This used to be a wet bar. We changed yeah. it over. I'm just giving you a tour you didn't ask for. Right. I actually want to jump into this because I'm a little bit like, Bipolar and that I grew up in a very cosmopolitan area, but also very Southern okay. as well. And when I was listening to you on something, I was like, oh, there's so few Southern comedians, at least that I get to right. see a lot. I don't mean the blue collar guys or whatever, right, right. but it's just so fun to me. I want to go through a couple things, things okay. that you do not find in the North, that you only find in the South, sometimes a different sense of humor, a different pace. But there are some customs that are different that I really miss. Like I'm secretly a really traditional um uh Like, I'll show you my teacups after this. I'm very serious about my teacups and my coasters and manners and like. You you know you have pimento cheese you always have a spread you're uh, always going to have a spread i don't give a fuck if it you show up to my house at 3am
3: you will have a cool beverage and you'll have some sort of snack to regulate your blood sugar but that's how But you will write. have limeade
2: you will have if you come limeade, to my home absolutely.
0: okay there will be
2: a sweet tea and an yeah. unsweet tea absolutely okay there will be pimento cheese there Arnold will be Palmer's. there will be crackers that hurt the roof of your mouth yeah. they're mm-hmm. so cr- crusty and fancy yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Have you ever had saltines that they bake them in butter? So you take a sheet of saltines, you just put butter all over it, a little bit of like Old Bay seasoning, and then you bake it. At our country club, oh. they serve those in Atlanta, literally. And it's like
2: no bread service. It's just salty, buttery crackers. Okay, so things, in Southern customs okay. that you do not find in the North. Yeah. Monogram pillows.
3: Okay, now here's the thing. This is a very controversial Subject. I have, you'll see, I came in with my luggage today. Is a luggage monogram? You it, bet your ass yes, is. of course it is. Of
2: course it's monogram. But is this a Southern thing or sorority thing? It's both, and I did both. Yeah. Where so you have to, I know, where you yeah. have to put letters on everything. You do have to
3: put letters on everything. I like it, though. I think it's nice. So that way, if anybody's ever trying to snatch my bag in mm-hmm. the airport, I go,
2: hands off, well, sir. I would just go, I'm not going to fuck with a bitch that goes out of her way to get her luggage <laughs> monogram. My, p- my like, bed this-
3: pillows are monogrammed. No,
2: yes, that- mine are too.
3: And they're not, they don't have my husband's monogram mm-hmm. on them because if you want to go real Southern, it's just, because I'm not taking his last name, it's just my name.
2: So our, we have these <laughs> really expensive fucking sheets and it's just my name. Monogram sheets, so it's like the whole point of making a bed is like, it's hard enough. If you have monograms, then you have to make it good. It's just you can see.
3: That it's, it's just asymétric. the euro shams. That's all I have. I yeah, don't have like same. sheets that say like "This is Heather's bed. Get the <laughs> fuck out." She <laughs> <laughs> you know that? APS I- home is where the heart yeah, is. Yes, yes. <laughs> gather. You know what I mean? At
4: the Four the- Seasons in Beverly Hills, they monogram every single person's I
3: love that. sheet and pillow so that great. checks
2: in. But what is it? You go, you see, you you go to lie down, and you are like, oh, yep, yeah, it's mine. Yep. Yes,
3: hundred percent. And then somebody, this really cool company um, in North Carolina. They sent me stuff, so my dog's name is Rigatoni. So oh. they sent me monogram stuff with like Rigatoni's butler, Rigatoni's mom, Rigatoni's dad, and they're like really gorgeous sheets. And I, uh, like Jeff, will lay on Rigatoni's dad that pillow, and it's just very small, very yes. subtle. Yes, those are like the light little touches. You know that what I it like is? It design. feels
2: like a, a a prideful family tradition, it and is. I like that. Yeah. I like that.
3: And my dad, right before he died, he looked at me and he's like, "I love your, you know, at at the time boyfriend," but he's like, "I love Jeff, but you will not take his last name." And I said, I, aye, Captain." What he's was his? Like,
2: what is his last name? Sorry. What no, as if you so, just deleted sorry. it from Jeff's our
3: Jeff's last name is Daniels, so I should be oh, right. Heather Daniels, which is a beautiful name, but he was like, you're a McMahon. And then he
2: just saluted me. Aww. Like, took his last breath,
3: and I was like, you got it, Dad. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're just a McMahon. I said, yeah, that's fine. Have you guys ever talked
2: about merging your last names? What would it be? So we
3: talked about that, but Jeff Dan is... Dan Man? It'd be Dan Man. Well, it'd be McDaniels. We could do McDaniels. Or you could do... Dan-man. Dan-man? <laughs> we could do Dan-man. <laughs> Dan-man. The Dan-man. Jeff, Dan Jeff just said, he's like, all I want is I never want. He's like, fine. Our kids will be Daniels. That's fine. He's like, I just don't ever want to see on the back of like a soccer uniform it says McMahon, Daniels, that bullshit. No, no he's dashes. He's like, pick one.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. No dashes, no asterisks. Yeah, we're not, no we're not doing this. No monopias. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex, uh, my dude, when we talk about marriage, we talk about merging our name, but his last name is Barnes and mine is Cummings, so it'd be <laughs>
3: That's terrible.
2: Okay, do you call it a toilet or a commode?
3: I do not call it a commode, but I will say, I do say ladies' room. I don't say, where's the bathroom? I say, can you point me in the direction of the ladies' room?
2: You have about another six months in California. Before you just get shot in the head. You just (laughs) get shot in the face. I did not
3: even think about that. You're right. I cannot say. But if can I say ladies' room if I identify Uh, as a lady? Yes, you
2: can. I'm, there's certain traditional things that I'm not giving up yet, yeah. that are not out of any spite but like yes sir yes ma'am if I did not say yes sir yes ma'am I got smacked upside the Absolutely. head you know yes. so I still do it I' go yes ma'am yes sir and oftentimes I'm just not looking and I'll yeah. say yes sir and look up and it's a TSA print I'm like oh, yeah. ma'am sorry No, I think um, sane people know you're just trying to be polite, but it's weird. I've gotten in a couple like unnecessary skirmishes because I'm like, yes, ma'am. And someone's like, ma'am, am am I that old? And I'm like, don't shame me (coughs) because, you know, I
3: was being polite. I was on set in Atlanta. We were shooting this movie. And if
2: I want to call you old. I. Yeah. I do that, I guess. old hag. <laughs> yeah. Like, move out of the way, grandma. Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of here. But like, I didn't think you were old until you yeah. did this old ass bit yeah. where <laughs> I now have to feel bad for being polite.
3: I was on set and the, we had a female director and it was phenomenal. And one of the the lighting guys said, yes, ma'am, to her. And she lost her fucking shit. Uh. And I had to pull her aside and go, hey, 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 we're in Georgia. This man is not being rude. She's like, he's dressing me down. I was like, no, no, no. He's literally being yeah. like, like saying like, you got it, captain. You got it, chief. Yep, yep. He's literally just saying. I, I, I hear you. I respect you. You got it. Yes. And then I'm like, and I'm the only one based out of Atlanta there. And I'm just like, these LA fucks who are just like, we're offended by everything. And I'm like, then don't he just tried to open you. the door for me. Exactly. He thinks that
2: I'm weak. It's like, no. no.
3: He's just a nice 65 year old lighting Aww. guy who wants to make sure that you Aww. feel like he heard you.
2: Yes. And by the way, this whole thing of like, chivalry is not uh, uh you know modern for having a man do things for you that as a boss that's what you have to do you have to yeah. accept help you're going like you're not you have a choice in the matter right you know allow yourself to be treated well yeah i'm never going to be I like open i open my own door i'm an independent <laughs>
3: woman i work my ass off i do my shit but if you don't think that i want jeff to like lay that dick down and maybe make <laughs> me a snack after Chivalry is not dead. You know what I mean? I do
2: miss Wait, calling. does he fucking with a sword? <laughs> what you, what? I'll What's tell you what chivalry though? and sex?
3: Um Jeff, he, okay, hold on. You know those uh, like those little mini fridges that you get sent for like skincare? Yeah. I got one of those sent to me. Aww. My husband, swear to God, was like, "Oh, I like this mini fridge." She's like, "So, what do we do with this?" And I'm like, what? "You know, I put my eye creams." He literally thought it was for like next to the bed that I would put like cold cuts or like you know some peanut butter or Hard something. Hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, he just thought it was for after sex. <laughs> he had a little mini fridge to pull out like a slim gym. I'm like, "No, motherfucker, it's for my expensive skincare." I you like did- it because they're always like
2: pink or like rose yes. gold. And he's yes. like, "Oh, this is the sexy fridge." Yeah, and he thought I was just gonna have like loose cold cuts. Just it. like strawberries <laughs> covered in chocolate, yeah, like you idiot. <laughs> just yeah. like one honey baked ham, fits what, in just it. just one ham, <laughs> just a loose ham in the side fridge, <laughs> and they're never big enough to hold more than ice cream. So I don't understand. I got one, and it didn't get cold enough. I agree, and it was just like it. It, it felt very like I feel like a child's fingers were lost in the making of this. One
3: hundred percent. You know what I mean? It Somewhere just, in
2: Cambodia, and you're like, I don't want to support this. Yeah. Um. Okay. So there's something else that uh, that I notice in the difference in South and North that is Mm -hmm. like a thing that's very hard to pinpoint. I'm obsessed with the biological basis of customs and traditions where if you are saying bye to someone Uh in the North, it's like, go to say it, love you and you walk away. In the South, it's like a 30 minute. (laughs) But there's a 30 minute draw out. Oh, okay. I hear what you're the saying. The goodbyes are long. You're
3: saying like you linger too long.
2: You linger. The, you get up from the restaurant. You yeah. go stand in the parking lot. You wow. got to
3: look at the car. I never thought about that. And you're absolutely right. There is no like, shit later. Go fuck yourself. It's <laughs> a, well, we're going to stand outside this Applebee's we're and gonna, really
2: work work it out. We are gonna. We just left Spinnakers and now I need to look at the new car. Oh, this yeah. is the new car because this, this repainted this car. This new paint. Yeah, this is Lincoln. We this just redid this. This is the one this. you gave
3: Kaylee to go off to college with. That's right. And you know uh, what? It actually came back in one piece, and we're
2: surprised. Okay, so and then it turns out, and where's she in college again? Oh, she's at Alabama. Uh, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, roll Tide. You're all tied. Tide, you <laughs> fucking tide. Tide. You know. Um. And so you got it, and then it's like you're in the parking lot. Didn't there used to be? Wasn't no, wasn't that, that mm-hmm. a, what?
3: Was that a Taco Bell? No, that, no, 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 it was a Hardee's. Remember, it was a Hardee's. Oh, and that, was a they had a Hardys. salmonella outbreak over and there. What was
2: it before the Hardee's? Was it Checkers Burger? Uh, it was Checkers Burger. It's Checkers they Burger. They also had a salmonella outbreak. But so have you seen where the new Taco Bell? The new Taco Bell. <laughs> Down the street. Over uh, by the Belk.
3: Yeah, by the <laughs> Belk. Oh, we fucking love a Belk <laughs> and a
2: Dillard's. I don't fuck with that. It's like, yeah. we, and it's like the weather. When, when I'm in Virginia, we, we all, and I'm like, I am obsessed. I can't stand small talk. like yeah. it makes me angry uh-huh. and I, I feel like people are stealing my life because my thing is like we don't <laughs> we don't have to do this like you don't have to we don't have to do this right, like right. we can either I go straight to big talk like what meds are you on how are they mixing? I gotcha I, uh-huh. or or let's just not talk at all. we can sit in silence. You know, and so and that is what is inherently southern about me. I
3: absolutely cannot sit in silence, and I'm sure that a therapist one day will dissect this. But literally, one of my my one of my best friends, Christina, she's on the road with me. She's like, "You have no ability just to not. You
2: have to talk.
3: Like it. it like if I'm yeah, meeting yeah. somebody backstage at one of these shows, I get their whole life
2: story. I'm now, you know. But that's also why you're interested in a great comic. You're curious, okay. but I'm, I'm. The worst version of that, which is like, if I'm driving in the car with someone, I'll just read the signs and read the (laughs) restaurant names. I'll be like, lucky now. Uh-huh. Oh, just like <laughs> yeah. talking to
3: yourself about that. No, see, I'm in the car and I'm like, let's peel back the layers of what happened yesterday
2: <laughs> when you <laughs> had a
3: slight meltdown because they put Swiss on your sandwich instead of provolone. Like, I'm actually always trying to figure it out and fix.
2: It's, okay, so so the, uh, when we sit down to uh, dinner at 2 p.m. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in yep. Virginia, um, it's the weather. We're talking about the weather. The weather, it's been crazy. But it's raining. Yeah, it's been raining. I mean, we had well,
3: yeah, we thought we were going to have a monsoon. We can't Man, actually have them. those in Virginia, but we thought but we were going to have one. But it has been
2: 94 every day this year. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you've covered all the weather of this year and there's nothing else This time last year, I remember wearing a windbreaker. I think this time last year it was just windier. It, <laughs> God damn, it was windier. It was windier. That's a good observation. It I was windy remember, as hell. I it was just so windy. Mm-hmm. I remember I uh, had to change the shutters around. Was that last year or the year before? No, that was 2005. Are that you was sure? actually a long time Are ago. Are you sure? Yeah,
3: I'm sure. I'm was sure. Was that sure. At Lacey's
2: graduation? Yeah, it was Lacey's graduation. Mm-hmm. And we when we lost the okra, we, <laughs> we it lost blew right okra. off the table. Okay. Okay. I also want to preface. I'm from Atlanta.
3: Okay. I went to school in Mississippi, so even that was culture shock for me. Like when I showed up at Ole Miss, yeah. I was like, "The f- where the fuck am I?" Yeah. But I'm also from like a big city, you know, a thriving yes. metropolis in Atlanta. Do I have a couple, you know, Schroeder <laughs> sisters and cousins who absolutely and everyone has a double name? It's like Sue Ellen, Sarah mm-hmm. Kate, Maribeth, Caroline. Yeah. I have that in my life, but I am also like in Atlanta proper. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Which
2: <laughs> is just like a Modern city, which is just a a we had the Olympics, you know. You know what? We did a shitty (laughs) job. We did host the Olympics of '96. I'm like, but when you were out hunting for food every day, (laughs) you can read, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, Something I do want to discuss. uh, You have a wedding coming up, your own wedding, my own wedding, and I would like to make an announcement to Mm -hmm. everyone attending weddings, attending your wedding, in general. I, 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 the my problem I have with weddings is that. Everyone, I can't wait for this. The problem with weddings, you won't know about this because you're going to be the bride and they'll spare you this. But you'll, every time you go to a wedding, especially that's a destination wedding, okay, all the guests want to do is talk about how you got there, yeah, what you flew. (laughs) How you flew? Uh-huh. What airport you landed in on? Do you take the train? Did the you... logistics is a for for sure so a conversation it is. in the pool. You just get in. I'm I'm just i in Italy. I've got yeah. my sarong on. I'm I'm, yeah. sarong. I'm in Italy. I'm like going down these cobblestone steps. We're in Italy. Oh my god! Hey Gina. And it's like it just starts with Did y'all just get in? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah? Where did
3: you fly into? What flight? What, what flight were you on? You know what I love, too, about Southerners with the travel? They will always carry. You always know you're in the South or you have a Southerner. I know that I'm going to have relatives that are going to show up with all their clothes, not in a hanging bag, but just on, <laughs> on hangers. Do you know what I mean? it's such a specific thing. If you're ever checking into a hotel yeah, really and you just see a bunch of you always know mm-hmm. they're from, especially Virginia. I was doing a show in Richmond, and sure enough, everybody checking into the hotel just had their, their clothes on hangers. Not in a bag, not in a so rollaway. Funny. Just... You know, come on, Coral, grab, grab my dresses. And they just bring them in their hangers from home.
2: And high heeled espadrilles, toes over Fuck. the front. All oh, gripping. Dish shrimp <gasps> cocktail. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it's, but it never ends. Like, I was actually, when I went to a wedding in Italy, I, it started to be like the game for me of the weekend of how long is someone going to talk to me about, about <laughs> the travel itinerary. So it's it's first you get in, okay? So it's like, yeah. oh, you just got in. Yeah, I just got in today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool. Wait, where'd, you, where'd you fly in?
3: Oh, directly to Florence, but we had to connect through Charles de Gaulle. Oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> So <laughs> you went through
2: Charles to go from yeah. Atlanta? Through it from no. Atlanta, Paris. Paris. Paris, here, I had a two, hour, two and a half hour layover. Same
3: airline for both? Or you had to switch? Uh, no, actually I had to switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went oh, Air France, dead okay, to over, then Air France. I
2: saw that. I did see yeah. that flight, but I, I, we, we decided we were going to go Long Beach, uh, Germany, it yeah. was just then down here. Are you tired? Munich. I'm so tired. I'm, yeah, I'm tired. But let me ask you, <laughs> yeah. what did you, then from the airport, did, was it a, did you take I, we, the tram? You know, no, I didn't.
3: I didn't have to take the tram or the, uh, yeah, we got a taxi. Because, you know, my husband speaks decent Italian. Huh. Yeah. So I, we were able to nav- navigate it. Oh, but, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah, so we, you
2: got, oh, so you got cash when you got in? No.
3: So this one actually took credit card. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I've been searching for an ATM for 45 minutes. Because, uh, okay. you know, nobody else takes cash. Takes uh, credit cards. It's bullshit. Right, right. So um cool. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: (laughs) So when you head back? Um actually tomorrow. (laughs) Why? First, thing, as soon as you yeah. get there, all yeah, yeah, anyone yeah. does is ask about what. When mm-hmm. you went your head back,
3: you go on yeah. Sunday. We're actually not even attending the wedding. <laughs> we just, it, was, it was a quick. <laughs> we came, we said hi, and then I got to get
2: back because I have a colonoscopy Thursday. <laughs> and no, I have to go tell someone else about my travel plans. Yes, <laughs> be right <laughs> back. Because the, and there's always someone at the wedding that wants you to f- yeah. ride back with them. Always, always. always. Do you want to share something? Do you? Want, uh, okay, let's get so on the same flight. When are you going flight? back? When are you going back? Oh, I'm something? going back tomorrow. No, I'm going tomorrow. Back
3: tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, okay, yeah. me too. Okay. What flight? Uh, fifteen oh five. It's at the one p.m. That's That's the
2: one we're Okay, so what? Are, why do, don't we go together to the airport? Um, well, we get there. We get there very early. I know. Like no, three we can't talk to the bride and groom right now. They're trying to do a toast. We're <laughs> trying to figure out. We're, our, trying to figure, uh, we're trying to split a taxi. Are you cool to
3: leave at nine a.m. The flight's um, at four, but are you cool to leave at nine? Yeah,
2: yeah, oh, yeah. Let me. I mean, I have four babies with me, okay. so <laughs> I will just have to wrangle them. I'll take uh-huh. a baby. Yeah, I, and I can, I'm not. I'm, I'm also gluten free, so. Oh no! <laughs> you Get, the could, out you just, Get the fuck out of my car! Get the fuck out of my car! If you car. could just provide some gluten-free snack options, and then you're changing your flight, you're spending the entire weekend trying to fly back with Uncle Jeb. <laughs> hey, can I tell you too, with the
3: just the gluten-free moment?
2: Sorry. I <laughs> I put something on
3: my like my wedding invitation I'm like obviously let us know if you have a dietary restriction like if you're allergic to shellfish, just fucking let right. me know but I'm honestly I'm not going to honor any of that like <laughs> I actually got some shit in and I
2: was like you're gluten free don't fucking come to Italy yeah, yeah, allergic yeah. to tomatoes yeah. don't come bring a couple fucking kind bars <laughs> put them in your purse and it's not to you. your job Godspeed. to be fed at a wedding it yes. is not your yes. job it's not about food for
3: you I had somebody literally respond I don't like not an allergy I don't like onions or mushrooms <gasps> and I literally responded, it was their date it was their plus one and I go just don't come (laughs) lol and everyone thinks that I'm
2: kidding but I was like no literally go fuck yourself (laughs) who does that it's uh, There's a lot of wedding faux pas that mm-hmm. I feel very strongly about. Um uh I didn't realize what would actually bother me until what, I did what, this. so far?
3: Well, just like that. Like, the fucking bullshit about the food. Also, people- But let me ask you something. Did you yeah. say,
2: let me know if you have allergies? I said just, if you have allergies. Not if you don't like- Like, if you're gonna die, if you're gonna go into yeah. anaphylactic mm-hmm. shock, let us know. Yeah, like one of my best friends yeah. in my bridal
3: group, she's got fucking peanut allergy. I know to let the caterer know yeah. this bitch Is going down.
2: This isn't about preference. It's whether you're going to die or not. It's like my date
3: does not like onions or mushrooms.
2: Do we need an EpiPen? Is That's the question? Thank you. I will also. uh, Well, I when I went to a friend of mine's wedding in Italy, there was a rule: you cannot bring a guy or girl unless you've been together at least a year, met the parents, and said "I love you." Because I like that. Like random plus
3: ones can really. And I am such a people pleaser that I have decided everybody gets a plus one. I do have a group of girlfriends who I'm like, there's. 15 of my like, sorority sisters. I'm like, y'all are just going to travel together. None of y'all are married. Just come together. But there are, um, <clears throat> oh, the plus ones has become a whole fucking thing. And on top of that, I have had people who have asked me, how do we get there? I'm like, you have the wedding website. So we're going to travel. They're like, but do I connect through here? And I'm like, Google this shit, motherfucker. Why are you asking me seven days out? If you haven't booked your flight, you're fucked. How are
2: you at escape rooms every weekend, but you can't fucking figure out how to get to Italy? <laughs> like, oh, it drives shit. me insane. Yeah. I've started doing it and the people that matter don't mind and the people that mind that don't matter where I will write back. I'm not trying to be bitchy. I just will write back. This is something you could find on Google. Yeah. And I will say, please don't ask me any questions. If you go on Google and it's still confusing, let me know because everyone's going to be confused. Yeah. But it is still to this day, the person that beg every time I see them, I want to come see you live. I want to yeah. come see you live. I'll, Did you go on? Oh, by the way, I'll be fine whether you come or not. <laughs> but now when someone's like, I want to see you live, I'm like, cool, just let me know anytime. Text me, I'll get yeah. to you. And then the next time you see them, hey, I've just been so crazy busy. I yeah. know. I'm like, I'm fine, man. Now you're making me deal with, and then finally, like, great, I'll come see you th- this weekend, whatever. Hey, hi, where do I park? I'm getting all these texts. I'm like, what is going on in your brain that Whitney? you think I should be personally it's, assisting you.
3: It's fifteen fucking minutes before I step on stage, and I will get DMs, texts, whatever. Where's parking? What do you mean, Cheryl? I, I don't even know where parking is. I parked in a car that dropped me off at the stage door. I don't know where I parking got dropped
2: is. In between two dumpsters. In the <laughs> back of the show. Like what? The, it makes me like um. I I have to be honest with you. I've called out a lot of people. And Uh when people text asking for tickets and stuff, I either just won't respond. Or like, my thing is you you kind of have to just get tickets, even if we're friends, because I know you're going to... when you go get a ticket to see Pink, I know you don't get confused about where to park. Right. <laughs> if you go, like, I just mean, like, if you go through the regular channels, right. I think you'll treat it more like a serious thing instead of, like, you're just hanging with your friends. I learned that the hard way because I just
3: did, like, I closed out my tour at, at the Fox Theater in Atlanta and this was, like, such an iconic moment for me. I was like, this is my dream as a kid to play the Fox, right? Incredible. So we did two shows of the Fox. It was so much fun and I had a little after party afterwards and that was the biggest mistake of my life because literally, you know and, and my. It, one of my dearest friends at ages, she was like, just so you know, it's a hometown shows that you're going to be most disappointed in because it's the people that, you know, the, the the best, they're going to be the ones who try and take 25 miles. You know what I mean? They're going to be yep. the ones. like, can I
2: bring 65 friends to this the, after party? I'm like, no, the entitlement, the entitlement. But here's the thing. It's one thing to do it, but go, hey, I would like to bring a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I know they're people you're going to want to see who can I talk to at the venue yeah. to advance that? Yes. No, no, no. It's because there's no way. It's also, it's so funny. I was talking to Marilyn Ricegab about this um, the other day. We uh, uh, She came with me to um, do a show in Vancouver. We were performing together in Toronto. And we were talking about, I was like, you know, doing a TV show while about to shoot my special. Right. And I was like, God, this is like, stand-up is a full-time job. And she goes, yeah, it's my favorite thing when I come off stage after doing an hour of stand-up. And people are like, so, like, what are you working on? <laughs> You're like, Like, what do you know? But like, what are you doing? Like, what What, are you up to these days? You're like, that, what I just did. (laughs) What I just did. But two breaths ago, you're like, I could never do that. And now you're like, so what are you actually doing?
3: I will say I have learned so much about myself being on the road. I have learned about the world being on the road. I've learned about my family being on the road. Like, I've just learned... Uh, now that I did it I did 94 shows I was like I fucking did it awesome check it off I'm like I did it for myself right Mm -hmm. had the time of my life but I have just like grown exponentially as a human as a woman as a business person being on the road and doing that shit but
2: you can't I mean all the things that we're wired for for whatever reasons nature nurture social construction right the people pleasing all that shit you have to be so direct if you're gonna be touring like that and it really helped me uh, you know overcome worrying people would think I'm a bitch because you gotta say this needs to happen and then Like when you're doing your sound check, this needs to happen, this needs to happen. Like the nicest thing you can do is be super direct and go. And not be like whatever you think, whatever you think. There's no time. No, no, no. I'm, I'm straight. And you're too yeah. tired, and yeah. you and it, you have to advocate for yourself constantly on the road, and just make sure you have everything you need. Whereas i be like, hey, I need to lay down for an hour. I can't have anyone knock on my door. Yeah, which like was would have been very hard for me to say ten years ago, but now I, I like I being on the road has just made me kind of the person I have wanted to be for so long because right. I ha- I just had to be that.
3: I'm always surprised, and I think my audience has had to learn a little bit, but it's, or like, you know, like I have other friends that come out to the show, and they're like, hey, meet us at the bar across the street. We'll buy you some drinks before the show. I go, I don't know how to tell you this. on a fucking 90-minute show. Uh, this is my job. You're showing up to work. If you worked at T-Mobile, I wouldn't be like, you want 75 margaritas before your shift? <laughs> or actually, maybe I would. But I'm like, no, I'm
2: not going drinking with you before my show. We had a, th- I never, by the way, I never have guested at shows, only if it's like hardcore family, someone that mm-hmm. want a thing, someone that's, sick or you know something like that or <laughs> like a make a wish. like truly someone who's sick okay but like yeah. are we doing a proposal with someone like if it's someone wants to propose to oh, that person now done like 10 proposals oh. and i realized
3: i enjoy that though because my love that is like I, i'm very into being a part of people's lives yeah which um a lot of people who don't want me a part of their lives but um <laughs> i I, yeah, I love a proposal how were you proposed to oh okay so we go to the Turks and Caicos a lot that's mm-hmm. our jam so, so pretty yeah it's so pretty um so we have a place down there you and really live your life mm-hmm. I get out I travel a
0: the it's always the right time deal hey want to go to Mickey D's for lunch oh let's go now <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet if we're going to McDonald's it's always the right time yeah it's hard to argue with that there's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's
1: Now's the time to get two for 3 dollars Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Love that. I do. Yeah. Hey,
2: y'all. Taking a break. A manic break, that is. Mm. God, I'm overwhelmed. Life can be overwhelming. And many people are burned out without even knowing it. I'm burned out, and I do know it. Me, I knew that. <laughs> That's
4: why I like BetterHelp.
2: Not only do we love BetterHelp, but Nova Kaplan, uh, my makeup artist, we secretly were filming her yesterday talking about how incredible BetterHelp has been for her. She
3: loves her BetterHelp therapist. And
2: let's roll that now. Being depressed is the new being pretty.
0: BetterHelp.com. I
1: use it because of you. I literally do. I love my therapist.
2: Like,
1: I didn't like my first one. It's not that he was bad. He just wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah. And it was but you
2: can so switch at any switch. time. And then I I found the my second person. Like, I just, they're perfect. Yeah, and you can text knew... them any time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a crisis line. And it's not self-help.
1: you here. No. You're reading the... No, she's
2: reading the copy. The teleprompter in her mind. We're just knocking out some ads. Yeah. Right now. Therapy is a game changer. Yep. Yep. There's no excuse to right. be crazy anymore. Mm. Correct. Stop crying in your car. Mm. Stop okay. eating cake. If you have a your, car. Out of your purse. <laughs> 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 no more purse cake. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's hard to tell these days what is a cake and what isn't. So true. true. My so purse oh, is true. A cake. Honestly, one thing I know that is not a cake, I'm 90% sure these better help counselors are not a cake. True. But it is a cake walk to get on BetterHelp because
4: online therapy helps you prioritize yourself. Mm. Talking with someone can help you reduce stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So I guess it's a piece of cake. <gasps> it's much more affordable than in person <laughs> therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Whitney. That's BetterHelp.com slash Whitney. And a couple
2: of you that leave YouTube comments about my face. Mm-hmm.
4: This one's for you. And this one's for someone you. Someone yesterday said, who's that old blonde woman sitting next to Whitney? It's Chris,
2: it's Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs>
4: It's yeah. <laughs> my new boyfriend it's good for you it's confirmed good for you listener Chris Evans
2: <laughs> your new boyfriend is trying to keep <laughs> your self esteem low so that you don't leave him for he's Chris na- Evans he's necking me Honestly, <laughs> oh, guys I know speaking of your boyfriend student loans <laughs> Ernest is my boyfriend's name. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Emily and my boyfriend, student loans. Uh, How do you you feel when you think about your student loans? I don't have any because I paid mine uh, because I live in fear of debt. But Mm -hmm. I'm dumb and Mm. I'm dating someone that just got out of medical school and he's riddled with debt and loans and it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah.
4: And especially since we talk about it all the time uh, with him. He's overwhelmed. He's stressed. He's mm-hmm. anxious. And, and we don't Ernest, talk
2: about it. I taunt him. Oh, right. That's, that's different. Right.
4: Well, Ernest wants to help him out because Ernest was the number one student loan refinance company in 2021, according to Financial. You know what number two was? And competitor Whitney data. Whitney Cummings. <laughs> Goofball Inc. Wait, can you tell everyone quickly what you wanted to name your production company? Donkey Punch.
2: And then so, my business manager went, you know that when you die, your children will get your checks. And it'll say Donkey Punch.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Ernest has helped over 200,000 borrowers refinance over $18 billion of student loans. That's That's like a day of what Bezos makes.
2: That's like, I want to say like $18 billion
4: billion dollars absolutely refinancing could help you pay off your loan faster save money or combine multiple loans into one monthly payment take two minutes to see what your new rate could be and lock in a low rate before the next rate hike if you refinance right now Ernest is offering our listeners a 100 cash bonus i could i'll take that refinance your student debt at slash whitney not available in all states Once again, you get a $100 cash bonus when you visit earnest.com slash Whitney to refinance your student loan. Visit earnest.com slash Whitney for more details. Not available in all states. Terms and conditions apply. Earnest student loan refinancing. And I'm going to hand it over to Whitney because this is the hard part. Mm -hmm.
2: Made by Earnest Operations, LLC, NMLS, number sign, hashtag 1204917. California Financing Law, license number 6054788. 6054788. 535 Mission Street, San Francisco, California, 94105. Visit earnest.com slash licenses for a full list of licenses. I have a couple um, Yuck Yuck shows to promote. I'm still doing the Yuck Yuck, still trying to get my dead dad to love me. So on June 24th, I'm gonna be in Calgary, Al-Waida, uh, Prince Island Park. I'm gonna be with David Spade. Heard yep. of him? David Spade, Donnell Rawlings, and myself. June 26th, I'm gonna be in Toronto, Ontario, at the Danforth Music Hall. Um, July 1st, the Hamptons. I'm gonna be Ooh. at West Hampton Beach, New York. That's gonna be a wild one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> (laughs) Emily and I will be hiding in your suitcases. Getting Lyme disease. Yeah. September 8th, four days after my birthday, I'm going to celebrate by going to Cincinnati, Ohio at the Taft Theater. September 9th, I'll be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Merriam Theater. Went to college in Philadelphia, so all my exes come through. September 10th, Richmond, Virginia, I'll be at the National. Um, Emily's going to bring up that she went to college there, so go for it. All my exes come through. September All my ex come through. (laughs) (laughs) You come, sir. Uh, September 24th, I'll be in Charlottesville, Virginia. The Hornets. Charlotte Hornets, right? No, that's
4: North. We've been through this. That's North Carolina. We've been through this. Don't embarrass me in front of my fans. Charlottesville. (laughs) Grace's fan. It's called Yes And, and this is why you're not an improv
2: star. (laughs) Charlottesville is the Cavaliers. Uh, September 24th, Charlottesville, Virginia. I'll be at the Paramount Theater. I'm very excited for that. Now, let's get back to more gobbledygook. Do you think, okay, I I, want to hear about the proposal, but I also wanted to start with this. But now, what do you think? There is a difference— between people, as I get older, I'm starting to put people in categories that help me make mm-hmm. shortcuts. People that play team sports, mm-hmm. okay. People that were only child, uh huh. People that were in sororities or fraternities, yeah. And like, the, like they're a different type of person, right? Like everyone I know that was in a sorority fraternity, they do trips. They try yeah. They can coordinate a road trip. They're doing a wine country trip. Like, there's a concept of I like having living my life to the fullest. So. <clears throat> I was in a sorority. And I which guess one? What? Which
3: one? I was a Delta Gamma at the University of Mississippi. And honestly, Anchor Up Sisters, I had a fucking great time.
4: And what and What were you, Emily? Delta, Delta, Delta. Oh, tried out. Mm-hmm. Can I help you? Help you? Help
3: you? <laughs> Where were you at tried out?
4: University of Richmond.
3: Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I hear they're a great chapter. Good for you.
2: Okay, so sororities always have some, like, they have a character. What would I be if I was in a sorority? Which one?
3: Well, it's very specific from school to school. Yeah. Okay? Oh, I didn't yes, know that. Very would you true. be at our school. Um, well,
4: th- God,
2: things have changed since I've been there. A-
4: You'd
3: be a Kappa. kappa. I'm not like, Do you think I,
4: she'd be a Kappa? Uh, she, you know, at my school, she'd be a Theta. Our Kappas were very Southern. Like, oh no, very kappas, kappas were cool.
3: DGs and Kappas were part of the I would like together. to be an Alpha.
4: Yeah. Okay. And Data
2: Beta. Yeah, Whitney,
3: okay. would be a, Whitney would be a Sigma Chi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, you would be, she'd be a Sigma Chi. That's exactly what you think. Yes. No, you know what, you. would By be. By the way, the, the fact that you guys are, this is, As I know this no. is an insult and I don't know <laughs> why. No, it's not. I actually not. Whitney, it's not. You know, you know what you'd really be? You wouldn't even be a fucking Sigma Chi. You'd be the house mom at Sigma Oh, and that my
4: friend that was, yes. I mean it. so I started yes. getting
2: mom roles even earlier yes. Sigma Chi is a fraternity that's what oh. <laughs> yeah it's a fraternity <laughs> you'd be the house mom so you'd be the hot
3: playboy-esque mom that went yes. to the Sigma Chi house yes, and like please. please are y'all yeah. doing angel dust again <laughs> yes uh. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. uh huh Honestly, if I, (laughs) if things go south with my husband, if I ever have to like retire off the road, I've said I would go back and be a house mom and a fraternity in a fucking heartbeat. That would be my dream. Because my whole life people have said like, you kind of remind me of Stifler's mom. (gasps) Because- Even when I was 18, they were like, you kind of look like older Jennifer Coolidge. So I would just be like, like everyone's thought I was 57 when I was that, 11. Yeah, I mean, yeah, same.
2: Same. Well, it's because we have like you new voices yeah, and strong, strong, strong bones and Big titties. Yeah. yeah. And we have a level of confidence that is uh, didn't make any sense when we were younger. Without a doubt. But like it just like, delusional confidence. De-
3: delusional to the point where people are like, are you, is your child OK? I am <laughs> now a shell
2: of a person. But when oh, I was young, side. I mean, but also I think that being in the South does help. But, you know, people are always like, how are you? Confident, how do you go on stage? Like, I have a lot of answers for it. Um, but one of them is like my in the south, my aunts, you had to like we would go to a nursing home to visit like a family friend. Yeah. every Saturday, you would get the you know, pimento cheese, you'd mm-hmm. wrap up a loaf, you'd get a zucchini bread, you'd make all this food all morning, and then you would go to the nursing home and visit with someone yeah. and do the their laundry and whatever, yeah. just like a family friend. And then my aunt would push me into rooms of just random people in, and- And um, be like, entertain Joanne. And Jo-Ann. be like, talk to this person <laughs> about the war. Yes. And so I, I would, the The great and war. I literally yeah. would just be like, hi, sir, I just wanted to say hi. And I would introduce myself to these like deaf people that were like hanging out at jail. And yeah. you, you know- <laughs> There was I was put in so many social situations where I had, like... I grew up on a golf course, right? Okay. And it, it, I Does grew- golf really stand for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden? I thought it did, but apparently it doesn't. But I still
3: think that there is... We They're have a long way it. to go in the world of female golf and we could talk about it on a whole other episode. But do
2: women want to golf that yes. badly?
3: Yes, I played golf in high school. I love golf. It's actually a fucking blast. And I say golf and stand-up are very similar, okay? Because oh, golf, oh. I played team sports and I played solo sports. Mm-hmm. I played, you know, soccer and all that bullshit growing up. But then golf, I took serious, but golf is very similar to stand up because you only have yourself to blame, right? But you will blame that. But you will blame every fucking other element. <laughs> it was too hot. The wind. I got stuck in the bunker. Da, 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 and stand-up, you're like, the audience, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, too yeah, drunk. Yeah, the lighting. I didn't like the, the energy of the, of the theater. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. To me, golf and and stand-up are so similar.
2: I just feel like, yes, I I, I like a, I would rather a mental sport than a physical sport. Yeah. Um, golf seems to me unnecessarily hard. Like we have upgrades in the area of, sports entertainment. <laughs> I would just be like, I'm down. Like, it's like, I just did this whole bit about ballet. It's like, I, we don't need to do that anymore. You know okay. what I mean? Like there's certain things that like, I just feel like we could make the golf holes like twice as big, like, cause we have t- half the <laughs> amount of time. Have played golf this, Whitney? This have, is actually highly now, offensive to all of the athletes out there that have spent their entire lives <laughs> trying to play the hardest game in the world. Now that we have half as much time as humans, maybe we should have twice as big a hole in golf. It's called evolution. <laughs> Hey, to everybody on the LBGA, I'm so <laughs> the sorry. The LGBTQGA, what? I'll join that one. That sounds fun Ladies shit. Professional Golf <laughs> Association. I am into it. It just seems, I don't want to play a sport where I also have to be a meteorologist. Okay. okay. Like, I have to know the effect the wind is going to have. See, I don't fuck with Tennis. Tennis makes
3: no sense tennis to me. Tennis is so boring. I me. don't do tennis. I don't know. The ace, love, deuce. You know, I don't get it. I don't. At 15, you got to win five sets of the six matches. It doesn't make sense. It Golf makes sense to me. It seems to me
2: like doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So <laughs> the definition of insanity. You don't get to. You enjoy it for two. Like, I play volleyball, basketball. You get to do something and I you get to enjoy it for a second. The second you hit the ball to tennis, you already gotta be panicked. Right. <laughs> like, you don't have a minute to enjoy anything good. Well, golf
3: is leisure. I think it's good on the cortisol. Your adrenals shouldn't be up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can play it leisurely. You can play it competitively. I quit playing competitively because my dad, because I was like the son my dad never had. So, I was at my, like, championship game and um, I could hear, I banned my dad from coming to the matches and I could hear him opening a Diet Coke can in the bushes. Like, I literally heard the, like, the, <laughs> the, like the clip of the can and I was like, McMahon, get out of the fucking <laughs> bush. And we were like playing in like Jekyll Island or something. And he was like, God damn it. And he, my dad was a very large, heavy set Southern man. And I was like, no, dad, no, you can't be here anymore. So then I quit playing competitive. And my golf coach pulled me aside in high school. And I'm very thankfully did this. He pulled my dad aside. He goes, I don't know how to tell you this, but she's got big boobs now. And it completely changes your swing. <gasps> yep. So I had to rework my swing. And then it just got, to, I was like, you know what, I'm out. I'm out. He I can't was like the these person titties. to help
2: you is me, and if I just go behind <laughs> her, if <laughs> I go behind her and help her. Yeah, hold her boobs down yeah, while yeah. she. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. I lo- I wish I, there's so many people I know that. Get so much out of golf, and it has improved their life dramatically um, in a lot it's of ways. A, it's a
3: thing you can do forever. And mm-hmm. I'm listen. I'm not here to fucking convince you or your uh-huh. listeners that you everybody should start playing golf. I just enjoy it, and yeah. so. But it is one of those games where it is so hard to be good. Yeah. So I just like I know I'm never going to be great at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm decent. But, but then it's just like it's you know, know what you know what's
2: really fun about like I went when my uh, now she's I, turning a corner. You know what's really went, fun okay, about, so look, let's make the whole now she's just.
3: Everyone said, who plays golf should kill themselves, but you know what's good about golf? Go to the Masters. I will say
2: this. Go have that experience. I think you should. I want to go to the St. Andrews one.
3: So I'm trying to go. That was supposed to be my big surprise for my husband on our honeymoon, because on the tail end of our honeymoon.
2: How did he propose? Or okay. Did he?
3: So he proposed in a pool. Actually, in a pool. Of blood. Oh. A pool of blood. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. So we were down in the Turks, and my husband's very sentimental and very sweet. So this place... that we And mean, he's go- from where and where? He's from New York. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So he's the Italian stallion from New York. Yeah. So we were at our favorite place called Waimara and Turks and Caicos. And it's this li- really special place. My dad helped develop the property and like we would go down there forever. So one of my favorite my, one of my favorite photos, I lost my dad to cancer a couple years ago. So one of my favorite photos is this photo of my dad and I in this pool at happy hour, having a margarita. Jeff's in the photo. My mom, I said, like, just like, it reminds me of like a pinnacle happy point in my life, right? Yeah. A core memory. So we're in the pool. It's five o'clock. And I had a feeling he was going to do it this one weekend because I also threatened him with his life. I'm like, we've been together years. T- Years, if you don't like,
2: I'll kill you. But hey, you've talked about it. Oh, a million times. So I, I it's a I, foregone I, conclusion, but now you're just, that to me is what's annoying is when you know it's gonna happen, and now I'm just like, I'm this, um, mm-hmm. I'm the, every time you lean, you know, kneel down to tie your shoe, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like now I'm waiting every, every time we pass a fountain, I'm like adjusting your my tits. Thinking it's on, on, that yeah, mark, like, mark.
3: yeah. Uh uh-huh. I, I shut down with surprises, okay? As somebody, I think, because I'm an entertainer, I like to control the narrative. I love, look, I'm like the Kristen Wiig character on SNL. If I'm doing a baby shower <laughs> and a surprise, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> ripping my jewels my off and I'm like, oh.
2: I love throwing surprises because I think that it, it, when we're not in control, there's a chance we could get embarrassed. Oh, that's a good point. I never that's thought my about thing.
3: that. Yeah, I just also I I so I shut down. I was like, listen, if you ever do this, do not fucking do it. Like on a jumbotron, don't do it in a public space.
2: I have a theory about that. Guys that want to do uh, a proposal on a jumbotron, I really like, love the woman. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like this is the closest you can get to being on a jumbotron in a sports game. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never be an athlete. That's a great point. <laughs> so it's like you get to finally have your moment, be seen at yeah, Dodger exactly. Stadium. At Dodger, you're at, you were seen on Dodger Stadium on it the was screen. It wasn't them. for sports, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he,
3: so I could feel the energy though. Cause all of a sudden I saw the cabana boys going around, like asking all the other patrons of this resort to get out of the pool. And I, it, like, <laughs> it happened in slow motion to the point where I kind of like stroked out for a minute. I like, Turn the corner and as I turned the corner to look towards like the, the ocean, I saw a photographer in the corner, literally also hanging out by a bush. And then oh. I saw our one of our How favorites.
2: shitty is that guy at his job?
3: Why didn't he look? <laughs> but right? I'm hyper observant. You know, as a comedian, yeah. most people be like, I'm on God, something's, like, something's, like, something's, like, something's happening. And I'm literally like, I could feel it on the back of my neck. I oh, yeah. could feel the energy, the shift. I yeah, saw yeah. the other, I saw my new vacation friends getting out, and they're like, oh my God, it's happening. You know what You can just I'm feel like, it. You can feel, feel it. it. So Jeff had made this really beautiful, um, he's very crafty, made this beautiful float out of flowers and it's sort of floating towards us and everybody's getting out of the pool and I'm like, it's happening, it's <laughs> happening, like I'm sweating, oh. I'm just melting and um, he had the ring, well he had a box in the middle of this flower float and I thought he was pulling the, the ring out of the flower but there was a a little thing that was significant about it. And he didn't pull the ring out of there. He pulled the ring. So he opens this box. There's no ring in it. He pulls the ring out of his fucking swim trunks (laughs) out of a box, opens it, water's gushing out. And he's like, you know, don't make, Another man, the happiest man in the world. Will you marry me? And I go, you had that in your fucking pocket in the pool? And he's like, yo. In yeah. your,
2: your Stussy yeah. um, swim trucks. Why wasn't it in the box? He was afraid it was going to get lost? I guess. Or he just, men are dumb. You know what I mean? Like, and then I- you know, I do, from what I understand, I love hearing guys talk about proposing because yeah. they're basically turn into- um, like James Bond. They've got yeah. a jewel. They're jewel heisters. They have yes. to hide it. They have to put it in the rocket. They have to
3: like... Put- he hid it in our hotel room the whole time and I had no idea. He like oh. put it in a vase but like everybody... Like we're obviously very close to people down at this resort. Like everybody knew like the manager helped him build this thing in the office.
2: All the this shit. The amount of lying that has to go on. It is weird because I know so many people that their their uh, husband or wife or whatever mm-hmm. lied to them so much in order to make the proposal romantic. And it's it like, feels like this isn't going to work out. It was like this is the <laughs> most beautiful thing you've ever done but yeah. you- been lying to me for yeah. a year? Right. Like, now I can't trust you. <laughs> he opened the box and I didn't even
3: say yes, I go, I'm a, I am literally yelled, I'm a Falcon's wife because the only thing I said was, we've been together since we were young and I was like, the only thing I want is I want to feel like I'm an NFL wife. That's all I said. <laughs> so I just yelled, I'm a Falcon's <laughs> wife and then he was like, what? And I was like, yes, I said yes, but, and then I pushed him out of all of the photos and it was just a solo <laughs> photo shoot of me in the pool with a glass of champagne and, and then of course afterwards, we got the pool. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so crazy. We're taking photos, and I'm like, so where are we going to dinner? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> that what was do you as mean? As That's as far as I got. That is as
2: far as I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with my husband, now I you're pushing it. Bitch. He can do
3: one thing, but if you expect him to plan a day, uh-huh. that will not happen. He's like, I surprised you. I booked you a massage, but nothing after that. Mm-hmm. So. I had
2: a girlfriend of mine, one of my best friends. Her husband so thoughtful, so thoughtful. Yeah. But it was like, I had to execute like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. It was like, so it's like, I think sometimes guys try so hard to make it thoughtful that it yeah. just ends up being so drawn out that all my eggs are going to be dead by the time- 100%. Ha- like I'd rather- my, my eggs are dead for sure, but yeah. Can you do it sooner? Just like at Cracker Barrel, <laughs> like that would be, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think, there's another one that a love, a friend of mine, uh, her husband proposed to her, this was like 10 years ago, right after she got out of the shower. And she's like, God- Why would you do that? He goes, and he got down on one knee and was like, I just, you're the woman I love. Of, like uh, with nothing else, like this is you at your most. I love
3: you in your raw, like elements. that's literally what it
2: was. It was like, I just, I love you for you here. And she's yeah. like, I don't, I get don't. the fuck out of here. Like, I don't, you, I don't have to accept myself with no makeup on. If you do, that's fine, but I'm gonna go put some fucking makeup on because we're gonna FaceTime all of our friends and family. I was
3: pissed because we took all these photos. I mean, I've spent the whole day at the beach. I got sand. I'm windswept. I had like, you know, the zinc oxide like <laughs> chapstick ring on my You're mouth. So- I didn't have any makeup on. I was just like, I mean, when I look back, it's obviously very funny and great. And he did me Because I knew he was going to do it on that trip, but I didn't think it would be in the fucking pool.
2: Also, there was (laughs) also there's something that was a a guy friend of mine uh, was proposing to his girlfriend and he told her to get a manicure before the trip. Obviously. But he was like, well, don't you want to get a manicure to like look nice? And she had no idea what was going on. And she was like, uh, I think he's like a psychopathic, like possessive, oh. superficial asshole. Because the family was going to be on the trip. And it was like, can you get a manicure before you meet my family is how it came <gasps> off. But, but he, how did she not pick up on that? I'm, I'm sorry. I am I'm, so sorry. Way, I, she must be deaf, blind and dumb. It okay. was a little bit soon. in the. It was like oh. a year in. They were meeting the parents. <laughs> it was like three weeks in. And, and he's, he's actually, actually just a serial happened. killer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he needed citizenship pronto. He's going to cut
0: your
4: fingers off. He needs to be
2: yeah, manicured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah give, give me little samples of your nail, yeah. um, And then I have one friend who, I really want to make this uh, movie. He... Uh, was going on a family reunion trip uh, with his uh, fiance. And it was like a a cruise to Alaska. It's 80 of his family members and then like some other people that are on this cruise to Alaska. It's for seven days. He's like, I'm going to go on this family reunion and Mm -hmm. I'm going to propose. And I was like, great. I just advise you do it on the last day of the trip. Yeah. I -hmm. would just wait till the last day. Yeah. Day 1, they get in a fight uh-huh. and it's like where is this fucking going? Mm-hmm. And he proposes and she says no. And he is on a boat for 5 days in
3: Alaska nonetheless with in
2: his in her entire extended family and they're br- they're broken up. So he's like trying to hook up with other girls on the boat. He's like trying to rebound. He's are like Are they together now? Did they no. We, they no. no. Okay, okay. everywhere he goes? It's just family. Her yeah, yeah, family. Yeah. yeah. And half of them don't even know. They're like, hey, I think you guys are great. Ta-. Like it's just like it was oh. a nightmare. And then you have to put
3: on like the you have to flex for it and you have to like put on the the illusion. Like you're like, don't tell grandma, don't tell grandma. Just, we, exactly, we and broke then you up. have to
2: keep up that like yeah. it was just like, why would you propose I guess no people always assume no one's ever gonna say no. Right. Yeah. Which is why they p- involve a diamond so that you that you
3: do say yes. Yes, it really
2: is an ambush. I mean, they really don't set you up to be able to make an educated choice. Mm -hmm.
3: My husband said he knew he loved me the day he was willing to share his food with me. And that's pretty much the most romantic thing anybody's ever said. He's like, I knew when I was willing to like split appetizers (laughs) with you. I was like, (laughs) I like her. She's she's the one. And then when my dad got sick, my husband flew down to... um, to the hospital where my dad was, and he asked my dad, and he was like, you know, like, we'd been together a while at that time, and he was like, you know, I, I was going to marry your daughter the first day I met her, da-da-da, very sweet, and he was like, can I have her hand in marriage, and my dad just goes, it's about time, you fucking pussy, <laughs> <laughs> <And> he,
0: like, <laughs> flatlined. I swear to
2: God, and Jeff was like, yeah, and he's like, of course, welcome to our family, I fucking Aww. love you. Are there yeah. any wedding traditions that, as you're about to the wedding, that you feel yeah. like is not... Uh, like, I'm very torn on the seating chart. On one hand, I Oh, so I'm just doing that now. Are you thinking like just th- mix it up, stir the pot a little bit? Uh, my thing is anyone sit wherever you want. Uh huh. On one hand, I want to be that person. Like, I was planning a wedding that um, ended up not happening a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I, there's so many of my friends that I want to meet and hang out. Right. And that I think would be so cool to know each other that I really want to curate it. But then I know as a perfectionist, I'll be walking around being like, Emily, why aren't you sitting in your seat? I want, like, yeah. I don't, it can't be attached to any results. Like, you have to be okay when your plan totally falls apart. Mm-hmm.
3: I have such like I have my my friends, my sorority friends from Mississippi. I have my friends when I lived out in LA. I've got my New York friends, my Atlanta friends. So I've got I'm ready to stir the fucking pot. Okay, so you mm-hmm. have like like a medieval
2: like, times like teams situations. Yes. Okay, you are, so you're, you're pitting, on the white horse, you're, you're on the red uh, horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah You're I got pitting you. gangs against each I, other, basically. Sure as fuck am, you can't, and I am you, getting you, a,
3: th- high from it.
2: That is a that <laughs> yeah. is like uh what is the mentality when people that's like what, what how, why they stormed the Capitol. <laughs> you, <laughs> people got together, but my friends. Like uh, if you if you are you can't put that many people with a lot in common together.
3: <laughs> but if you infiltrate my friend group, I'm the kind of person where I'm like, all my professional friends know my best friends from college, know my friends from, you know, that one time I blacked out in Portland. Like mm-hmm. i I like to intermix everybody. Yeah. I like every, and I gotta be honest with you, the fucking self indulgence around this wedding. Like I just finished the tour and I've been doing this, and it's, I feel like, but it's recently, not just for
2: you, it's for everyone else. That but goes. that's what I'm
3: saying. Like I don't even give a shit. We're legally married. We got legally married during COVID. To me, I just want to have the celebration of all of my favorite fucking people. Yeah. And I'm just like, I want you guys, I'm forcing fun. I'm like, you're going to come to Italy.
2: You're going to eat pasta and black out with me and we're going to have so much fun. I love that because I, when a friend of mine got married, I was in Italy, I was so annoyed. It was just Mm -hmm. like, how much is this going to cost me? Like, you know what? How about like, you better stay together. You know, it's like, um, and then I planned a trip around it and I was like, I'm so grateful for this because I never would have gone had I you not
3: done that no fucking guilt asking people to come to italy because i told you off air i said i invited you know 200 people yeah. i'm thinking maybe you know you can come or you who don't. doesn't
2: make the cut and who do, are, are there any people that are invited that you're like ah uh, i had to um no i honestly kept it i kept it tight but I, a lot of times destination weddings only the weirdos show up well but that, you've got everyone coming
3: i will say there were a couple people where i was like oh they're they're never going to say yes but everyone said yes. Like, post-pandemic, everyone has fucking said yes because they're like, we haven't been out of the house in two years. We're fucking going to Italy. This is going to be a rager. And everyone has said yes. So now I am responsible for entertaining 200 people (laughs) in Italy. And I'm panicking about that. You don't don't have
2: to entertain them. Just say, look at my stories. I have highlights. (laughs) Check my highlights. (laughs) No, I mean, like, my wedding guests. Like, that's the responsibility. Do you, I mean, how much do you have to, whenever I go to a wedding, I completely ignore the bride. Me too. I'm like, that's a celebrity, I'm leaving her alone. Yeah, I'm like, I don't yeah. want it. Like, you'll let me know if you need yeah, something, because yeah. you know my character. Like, if you yeah. need someone to but fight otherwise with a bus boy,
3: I'm your guy. If people aren't coming up to me <laughs> at my wedding being like, you look fucking thin and fabulous, <laughs> and we want to know all your secrets, I will I'll murder everyone there. How did you decide on a dress? It's getting because I'll tell you how I decided on a dress. I went wedding dress shopping one day, and it was the most soul-draining, wanted to literally, it was so terrible. Because Why? When, when you're bigger than a size like two, right? You go go in and I'm like a 12, 14, literally they would just be like, can you imagine what this would look like? And they come out with these big clips. They're like, so we could do this dress in your size. And bridal sizing's already fucked up. So say if you're like a size six, yeah. in bridal sizing, you're really like an 18. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird how the numbers go. So if you go in there and you're like, I'm a 14, mm. they're like, well, we're going to go out to the barn, <laughs> get a couple things, sew
2: them together. We're going to take uh, our KKK <laughs> yeah, sheets together, <laughs> sheets, and we're going to make you a wig and dress, And We're going to just sew, <laughs> the whole town's going to come together and bring their cloaks and we're going to make you we're a gonna dress. We're going to get you some, <laughs> uh, some bounty washcloths and we're going to make you a nice
3: dress. Yeah, so I said, fuck it. I had one experience. I was like, so you don't even have anything in this store that I could even like slip the over my titties. The average
2: in America is 14, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Also, the bridal industry is really fucked up. It is very fucked up. So I found a great designer out of Dallas, and she is custom making it. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I gave her two things. I said, I want to look like an Italian hooker, and if I don't walk down the aisle and somebody... Yep. from Jeff's family yep. yells, whore, then I will not be like giving off the vibe that I want. I want Italian <laughs> I not If walker. I am not
2: slut-shamed Italian, at my, own, at my wedding, own wedding, I will be disappointed. I will
3: burn down your boutique. My titties are to my throat. Fantastic. I've got, I've got a slit up to Love my crotch. It. it is feathered. It is bedazzled. Oh, yes. It is me, baby. And then what shoes? Um, figuring it out, because we don't want a shoe that will break up the leg line.
2: And I've got- No, oh, no, no. Or no, break no. the ankle. Or break the ankle. Or i'm the very thin heels. Ankle. Yeah. And then are you doing a honeymoon? You're going to other places in Italy. I want to talk about, I love, I want to focus on your Italian ancestry Mm -hmm. and the, what is the ancestral uh, trauma Of Italians. (laughs) It's so layered. It's important. I just found
3: out, we found where my great great grandfather is from in Sicily. So I'm doing my part of my honeymoon's gonna be in Sicily.
2: I think Sebastian has. Yes, he's
3: Sicilian. Because if you're Sicilian, you don't say you're Italian. You're like, there's a difference between
2: Sicilian and Italian. And what is that?
3: Um, It just Sicilians are just wilder and they're like, they're on an island on their own. Right, 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 right. right. (laughs) But so I am going to go to the village where my family's from. But I also have family that lives up in Venice. and But my husband's family is like very Italian, you know, because they're in New York. <laughs> that was the other thing. They didn't think that I could actually be Italian because I'm from Georgia. It's like, it's,
2: it's the whole thing. So we're going to this it wedding. confusing. And
3: everyone's going to out Italian each other, you know? Like, uh, that's it.
2: So— have you seen the videos of how Venice is flooding?
3: Yeah, I was just there, and it is—it is, it is literally underwater.
2: I mean, it is sinking. Yeah, November it's bad. 2019, Venice experienced its worst flooding in over 50 years, affecting yep. 75% of the city. They tried to make these giant balloon walls, mm-hmm. and they have like like raised. Like if you go
3: in San Marco Square, they have like almost
2: rafters. Look at that's what they they put basically. Yep. They're trying to make a wall to stop basically the water from coming in because they have to put these like walkways that are 10 yeah, feet so that's high. What, yeah,
3: the raptors and you have to walk over. you walking st- on
2: like a gymnastics beam.
3: 100%. Through San Marco Square. It's bad. Is this going to sink in our lifetime?
2: Yeah, for sure. Isn't Florida supposed to
3: be underwater in like 10 years? Any minute, any minute, any minute. I mean, it was like,
2: yeah, yeah, it was the, what happened with Katrina. I mean, that was the first, like, guys, coastal cities are not a good idea. Not great. And then Sandy in New York. And everyone's like, oh, we're back. It's like, dude, you guys were so far underwater. That's why I won't
3: buy beachfront property. I do have, yeah, it's just rent. Yeah. Do, Do a rental. The liability insurance alone is, it's too much. It's too much.
2: But the, mm-hmm. Venice being this far underwater is so wild because you'll like be going around in the boats and you'll see the water line that yeah. have been there.
3: And it's day to day. That's the wild thing. And I don't really understand how tides work. I don't understand truly how flooding works. It's like traffic. Like I don't get how it works. Mm-hmm. Are we all going the same place? But <laughs> when you're in Venice, like one afternoon, it'll be totally fine. And then the next day it's, the, the they have the rafters out and the balloons. I mean, does this work? I Fuck if I know. I went to school in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. That
2: guy seems confident. That, I mean, it's the fact that they're like, we, it's just like a cartoon Marvel idea. Like, let's just yeah. build walls, like, you know, yeah. that um, stop it from flooding. I mean, it's just like, it's, it is so weird to me to think about when I'm in Italy, I'm always like, how is this thing still? Like, is it preserved? Is our game there, plan? There are a
3: lot of environmentalists, and I know it's a big part of, like, the real Venetians that live there. Like, obviously, they want to preserve their city. But I think the rest of the world, we've just, you know— Melted plastic into the ocean, so we're to blame.
2: Right, right. But right. Venice is
3: one of my absolute favorite places, and if you haven't been, go. It's magical. It's magical.
2: It is. It's magical in a. Way, Emily and I went together. Yeah. Um. It's oh. ma- It's it's magical in a way that it's like enchanting, and it makes it made me feel like I was in like a, D- a Disney movie. Secretly, deep down, I am a ma- a maximalist. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, this is my dream aesthetic. This podcast <laughs> studio, like, to, and I love that Italian. Um, it's just more is more marble. Opulence. Mm-hmm. Opulence. Gold. Tassels. we yeah. got tassels. We've got gilded lions. I mean, got, it never ends. I've always
3: got a couple chains on. Yeah, I have new money. I'm very new money. Like yesterday, just cashed the check, new money. <laughs> but if you don't think that I've got a couple it, chains so on, it's so extra.
2: It's like yeah. you need to be enjoying visual opulence when you look up. Mm-hmm. And
3: that is why at my wedding, it is, my wedding dress is feathered. Love it. Like glitter. It is fucking heavy. It is opulent. The theme for my wedding is House of Gucci black tie. Yes. Oh. I don't care if if you come to this wedding in a banana hammock <laughs> and a fucking bird on your head.
2: Do you feel fabulous? Are you showing out? Fucking so good. do it. So good. Do it. <laughs> that that makes me really happy. I yeah. think because I think a lot of brides sometimes don't want Anyone to like, no, I you love know, it. I'm like, I challenge you. How many bridesmaids? You come from sorority. I, I'm not the, doing any bridesmaids. Love it because yeah. Southern, the, the girls I know that are Southern, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to them in 20 years. They call me, They're like, will you be my bridesmaid. I'm like, I haven't yeah, we're seen not close. you in 20 years. I'm not, you ju- didn't come to a single one of my fucking shows. I'm not joining the 42 people yeah. for the trip to Alfred Angelo. Yeah. We're all getting our peach colored satin you know, hooded dress. We're not doing
3: that. I'm having some friends in the wedding. I'm having my four best girlfriends like take photos and I got them dresses. I'm like, pick out whatever you want from this website and why you feel fabulous. No one's walking down the aisle except me and my mom. This is actually very (laughs) sweet. My mom is wearing, I'm getting her custom tux right now because since my dad passed and my mom and dad had a wonderful relationship, my mom is going to wear a similar like my dad in their wedding photos wore almost like a morning jacket. So it's like, you know, with the tails, she's -hmm. she's getting a
2: custom tux with tails.
3: So she's going to walk me down the aisle talks and then put on something fabulous after. Heaven. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. My uh, dear friend who uh, was married in Italy, mm-hmm. her mom had passed when she was younger and she walked down the aisle holding like a rose. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. so cute. Like that's her bouquet or whatever with her dad. And then her dad sat down and I literally cry every time. Put the rose in the seat. It was just so. It was so intense.
3: Cut out of my dad because that's how sick (laughs) I am. My mom was like, "Heather, this is great. Oh, this is hysterical." And I'm like, "You're dressed like my dad, you know, as he was at y'all's wedding." And then my wedding planner was like. Please, for the love of God, <laughs> don't do a hologram. Oh, don't do a voice recording. That's so don't funny. Don't make other people uncomfortable. I was like, this is fucking hysterical. That's like, so let funny. Let me work through my trauma, how I worked through it. I, I lost the love of my life. Who was my father? I had the yeah. greatest dad in the world. And I'm like, let me, if I want to fucking drag his ass down the that aisle. So while I'm so funny like to a me. Whore, let me live my life. It is so funny to me. got
2: Got shut down. Taking a little break to talk about my dogs. Uh, So uh, you've heard me wax poetic. You've heard me use this podcast as a bully pulpit to talk about how most people feed their dogs the wrong things. Dogs need to eat what dogs would naturally eat in the wild. I have two dogs that are on heart medications now um, because their hearts are broken from every time I leave. Oh, yep. that's so sweet. But also because I stupidly fed them beans, peas, and lentils because I thought it was healthy for them because I was a big dum-dum. But I'm not a big dum-dum anymore. Thanks to Dr. Marty Pets, He essentially made this dog food to combat the fact that most dog food is trash. Most mm-hmm. of it is just like burnt nonsense yeah. or it's something that would be healthy for a human but not necessarily right. healthy for a dog. Yeah. So it's called Nature's Blend. Once you feed Nature's Blend to your dog, they will dive right in. They will love it. Every bite. My dogs, Mona, Frank, and Ludo, love nature's blend. Dr. Marty dot com <laughs> slash Whitney. That's D R Marty, M A R T Y Pets dot com slash Whitney. Or text Whitney, 511 511. Text For- Whitney to 511 511. 11. And for a limited time, you can
4: save 50% off your first order. Your voice. Your voice. Oh yeah. What is going on over here today? <laughs> I am so
2: sorry, you guys. Also,
4: Dr. Marty Pets offers a 100% 90-day return on your first purchase. Woo! Text W-H-I-T-N-E-Y, if you don't
3: know how to spell it by now, to 511-511 <laughs> or go to DrMartyPets.com slash Whitney today and save 50% off your first order. What a Bargain.
2: Text fees may apply. They might. They you might. may receive up to one additional text. Take the win. That's going to put me over the edge. Make your ex jealous. <laughs> yeah. Make your guy jealous. Mm-hmm. Text stop. Sorry, he's a doctor. To opt out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're being texted by a doctor. Take the win. Mudwater. When I think mudwater, I think Emily in a pig bog. But luckily, Mm
4: -hmm. that was the best financial decision I ever made.
2: (laughs) But Mudwater is a coffee alternative with Mm -hmm. four adaptogenic mushrooms and Ayurvedic. I've never known how to say this, but I've always wanted to. Ayurvedic. 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 So here's the deal. Coffee's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Uh, As you can tell, it stunted my growth. (laughs) And it makes me dehydrated. Mm -hmm. It gives me headaches. Mm -hmm. I've been looking for a coffee substitute my entire life. And vodka did not work. No, um, and we all could smell it on. Yeah, yeah eyes. that was That was a yeah. tough run. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is called Mud Water. Mm-hmm. It is Whole30 approved, 100% USDA organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, and certified kosher, Uh, kosher. that's amazing, Mm -hmm. I do it with almond milk or oat milk, can I see that, look how cool this packaging is, first of all, the first time I saw this was, um, I was in, I was shooting something in San Francisco, and Mm -hmm. that's where all the cool people are, and they had this all over their desk, and I was like, I need to have it, look how cool this is, chaga, lion's mane, cordyceps, cinnamon, turmeric, Himalayan (gasps) salt, only 20 calories, I mean, one tablespoon, you just mix it in, oh my god, I'm so obsessed with this stuff, how good is that? That's yeah. good. I remember, love Oh, Remember that time I tried to do a coffee substitute? It was a big bag and it was like dandelion powder. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. It was like eight years ago. We were shitting for days. I <laughs> oh, remember God. there was that other one, like the Rajas cup. Yeah, I, I blocked that out. I have tried to find a coffee substitute for so long. Mm-hmm. Finally have it. Thank you so much. This is very exciting. This is such cool packaging. I'm just yeah, obsessed. Great. Go to
4: mudwtrmudwater.com slash Whitney to support the show and use Whitney code for 15% off. Mm -hmm. Back to our guest.
2: Okay, I want to know, okay, Italian, like, what is ancestral trauma? Because I know a lot about the Italians that immigrated to the United States and went into Appalachia, like, coal mines. Like, West Virginia Italians. Yes. You guys
3: came where? So, Boston. Boston. So okay. my mom's whole side of the family is all from Boston. And then my mom said, I guess my grandfather was in the mob because she said, Your grandfather would set up businesses and then charge people 40%, you know, to run the dry cleaners. I'm like, that's extortion. She was my mom, you know, I was like, um, Papa was was in the mob. She's like, oh, I guess that's whatever you're calling. Cool so I've been doing a little ancestry.com. I haven't done the 23me. I know I'm Italian. I know I'm Scots Irish. Like, that is, it is Me what too. it is. I have that. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That's fascinating. And I just talking about I've been thinking about the mafia a lot lately because I do think for all of the shit I talk about crypto uh, like invisible money like why did anyone think this is a good idea I do think that uh, that crypto and untraceable currency will make it conducive for the mafia to come back and be able to operate uh, like how G's operate in silence like lasagna (laughs) the Mafia's yeah, gonna yeah. be able to come back. yeah. And I, it's gonna fade. The homeless problem, like, that's where they shine. Taking care of the homeless? Putting them in the concrete or whatever. Oh, <laughs> putting them in our sidewalks. <laughs> Grinding
1: them up
3: oh, and put, oh, you know what I mean? I <laughs> would like a member of the mafia to stand up and just <laughs> let us know
2: how you're gonna help the community. Dude, we literally <laughs> had, I mean, it's everyone's biggest complaint in LA, is the homeless right. problem. Homeless, it's bad. every city, every city. Yeah. On my exit, it was a full encampment. Mm-hmm. One day, out of nowhere, Spick and span, not, not a, not a sleeping bag, not a fanny pack, not a satchel, not a a loose cigarette, not a loose cigarette, not one slap bracelet left behind. And what does the next door app say about it? And then now it's, well, now it's everyone's getting robbed in Brentwood. The Chilean mafia picks up homeless people, gives them a BMX and a Tommy Bahama shirt. And they go out and scout and rob people. Wait a minute, the Chilean mob, Chilean that's mob, wildly specific. I and mean, That's what that's a, there's a Chilean mob issue in Calabasas. Who the fuck knew? Uh, me. Wow. <laughs> yes, the whistle, Whitney the whistleblower on the Chilean mob. I'm just saying, where we gotta get stay focused, everyone, on what really counts. But but the mafia tr- has not been able to operate. Uh, in the mafia g- exists to fill in the blanks where the government won't. Right. Like yes. I was watching this documentary about um, in the 80s, they were basically like cleaning up New York and on the subways. Like, you know, they were stepping in and right. doing the things that police wouldn't do. Maybe there's like a next generation of mafia. Again, my
3: sorority sisters, we've done a lot of charity work and sororities are very similar to like moms. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, everyone wants to shit on I, people who enjoyed their sorority. Well, you fuck you. I was helping the people <laughs> of Oxford, Mississippi, left mm-hmm. and right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're our own mob. We
2: have great taste and throw fucking fantastic parties. <laughs> is there, You're welcome. I don't want uh, uh, you to get in trouble, but yeah. is there any, like when you go into sorority, do you just like everyone? No, of course not.
3: There were some weirdos in my pledge class. And, yeah.
2: and so. <laughs> How do you get
3: kicked out? Um, Do people have to vote you off the island. No, no, no. There's no voting. I mean, listen. You have if you're, you know, blowing 55 people in public. I mean, actually, <laughs> we probably kept you in. But um, <laughs> yeah, you sure, probably
2: win a trophy.
3: Usually, was grades. You would get on probation. You were like, listen, if you're yeah. like, also okay. I know I'm gonna get so much shit for this, but it was like a little checks and balances. Like, we had people in the sorority to be like, hey, are you drinking too much and you haven't gone to any of your classes? You're about to get kicked out of college. So, like, you had to keep a specific GPA well, that's cool, to be I think. In, in the sorority. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. And the GPA, like, had, you had to at least have a 3.0 yeah. to like stay in. So, that was kind of nice. That's it was like a cool checks cool and balances. cool to
2: have, like, a big sister. You know, yeah. here's my deal. I just don't want someone my age to be my boss. It, okay,
3: then, yes, I was I was a, a a boss lady like, in the I sorority. Just I was a, in charge of shit. I
2: would just, I, I, I have trouble. Like, I can hardly do, like, exercise yeah. classes because I'm like, why are you yelling? You can't talk to me like that. <laughs> like, I just, we're, we're both adults. Like, I just, why when we walk in this room, you're allowed to yell at me. And as soon as we walk out, that's a crime.
3: I will say I went into sororities not knowing anything, but like if you go to school in Mississippi, like that's what you do. I I thought it was going to be that whole scene from like a movie where they like line you up and they're like you're fat, you need to fix it. Your by year. the way, I was like,
2: traumatized by Parker Posey and Daisy views. Yeah, exactly, it was not that.
3: I show up, they're like, "Honey, we got you crystals yeah, and yeah. gifts," and like it was just these sweet Southern women giving me a ton of fucking swag. And then we went and drinking and like smoked cigs and had a good time. It yeah. was great.
2: I I very pro- I'm, uh, the older I get, the more pro team sports I am, and the yeah. more pro I am. Greek life. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Listen, I have a adult sorority right now. It's called Pie Kappa Pasta, and it's a bunch <laughs> of my girlfriends.
2: And we're all in our mid-30s, don't have kids yet. P-I-E? Yeah,
3: P-I. Like pie, pie like like pie yeah, pie. But so you could
2: add pie into yeah,
3: it. Too. Oh, yes. you could. Sorry. Pie capa pasta, because our first trip was to Italy. So that's our thing. Oh, we like wow. to eat. Right. So we're a group of like 20 women, and we just call ourselves like an older sorority, and anybody can join. I think the next trip we're gonna do, we're just gonna fucking run out a cruise ship and invite whoever wants. And there's we no should drunk. go on
2: the cash. Keshe- Cruise, cruise. oh fuck yeah! cruise. Kesha uh, does a cruise that's like just ridiculous. And
3: Pitbull does a cruise and I'm Pitbull's number 1 fan. I love Pitbull. Is that I'm, true? It's literally true. I love Pitbull. I used to have really I, I used to dress like him like full drag like I love Pitbull. What, whoa, whoa. It's wild how how accurate I can look like Pitbull. <laughs> I'll show you, and you're gonna go. I'll, well, I'll give it to you. so You can put it up. It's literally like when you see me as Pitbull, you're gonna go. That's Pitbull. And what is, and and we yeah. have the same. We're at the same agency, but he is not. My agent's like, I I can't get him to call. You back. <laughs> 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 I I open my show at, on the Farewell Tour. I open my show with a video. As me as Pitbull, like hyping up the crowd. So and everybody knows, like that's me, but it's
0: Pitbull.
2: <laughs> I love him. Every,
3: if you haven't been to a Pitbull concert, let me tell you this right now.
2: Uh, yeah, it will
3: bring you. I can already tell you don't want to join me for a Pitbull concert. I'll I will take you, and it'll be the most joyful night of your life.
2: I'm with you on this. Pitbull knows the assignment. He knows. So when Pitbull's making me one of the funniest moments I've ever had in my life, and I really want to put it in show. I was I threw a bachelorette party for a girlfriend of mine, and it was like kind of small, like uh, uh, it was like eight people like around a couch. I got like a mentalist, like it was like cool. It wasn't like. but one girl was getting like sh- shit-faced. Yeah. Like clearly like had a problem. Everyone else was like kind of sipping Cosmopolitan. She was like doing shots alone like got so and she would get up into th- the mentalist like oh you can read my mind. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, What yeah. am I thinking? Right. Like she was like so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like it was like very bad. Like actually kind of like a- assaulting. Like, like afterwards we were like how what how's do we McKinsey? do? <laughs> yeah. How's- yeah how's like McKinsey? Maybe there's an intervention to be had or whatever. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. she was just fucking drinking Fireball. Like just drinking Fireball. Sounds and legit. She like <laughs> <laughs> she goes in the plastic bottle. Like, they're oh, like, oh, they're, oh, fuck. No, she has a problem. <laughs> bitch they, has an absolute problem. They know, problem. So if you're gonna, like, no glass bottles for yeah. Fireball, they know this is gonna end up being projectile thrown at a human. Yeah. And uh, I got really quiet, and a girlfriend of mine just went, Fireball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: anytime something's weird, we say, like, Pitbull's, like, That's a song I come out Fireball. Oh, that's. <laughs> You can't, you can't be in a bad mood when you hear it. You can't. I went to a Pitbull concert. Mr. I'm Mr. Worldwide.
0: Dolly. Good for
3: you. I went to a concert. My girlfriend bought us tickets. She's like, let's get high and go to a Pitbull concert. I'm like, fuck yeah!" It's My best friend from kindergarten. We went, we had never had so much fun. And even if you don't know, like you don't, you just hear Pitbull in top 40. You go to a concert. You're like,
2: I know every fucking song. (laughs) You, not only that every it's every song is your, the song you would walk to the dance floor f- for if you heard yeah. it somewhere it's uh, so the no one you're like rip oh was gonna shit. be late about a week ago and you're like oh <laughs> yes but I got just enough
3: yes I never had so much fun so then I started doing an impression of him and then I just became obsessed with him <laughs> and I actively I thought about getting tickets for the Pitbull cruise and dressing up as him because when I dress and drag as Pitbull it is wild you literally are like oh, I would you have the same face or something and I look very strong in a bald cap and I thought about going on the cruise and like doing meet and greets,
2: after dark party that looks absurd. You know I he also has this? like a hilarious giant dick. You know, oh yeah, those like tight, like hilarious. Tight white jeans, yeah. No, but it's I, I think it's like a big thing
3: on the internet. i was gonna put this out there just because it's a pl- public pa- platform. If by the time this airs, if anybody is able to wrangle <laughs> people to perform at my wedding, I will suck your dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will, that is like I keep thinking that maybe my husband's gonna pull it off, but I know he's not.
2: I don't know if he's gonna do private gigs for you. He's got um. Uh, He's got uh, vodka now. But also, (laughs) I do do think you could get this. If if nothing else, we can remix the idea with your dad Mm -hmm. with Pitbull, because he does have cardboard cutouts of himself.
0: Okay, done, done. I need need that information. And
2: it says, Dale. (laughs) (laughs) So, cardboard cutout of Pitbull at your wedding. And I'll
3: just say... Thank you for to my dad for being here. And that was like Mr. Worldwide, <laughs> my real dad, <laughs> my real father. Well, the funny thing is, my parents did meet in the Miami. Man was filled the hole, yeah, the, that was, the hole. that was removed when he yeah. crossed. This is God. This is all working out. This is great. Yeah, that's all. That's all. I, I love I want. this. I love you know. I just like la- to laugh, live, laugh, love,
2: live, laugh, love. You know, don't they should put that. To, what if they should put that on a pillow? That'd they be, really that should. That would be a big Biz- business. business. <laughs> uh, before I let you leave, yeah. I do have to ask: when people are in happy relationships, yeah. What, give advice, because I think most of the time single people take advice from single people, which is dumb, dumb, silly goose. Yeah. Uh, I always say only ask your happily friends that are in a good yep. relationship. What well, is the advice you would give uh, in terms of, like, for example, like, sometimes you just have to eat a dick. That's, like, the best advice i got. You absolutely have to eat a dick. You're right. You're correct. Yeah. They're wrong and you just have to eat a dick and go, you know what, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I
3: wasn't meaning it that way. My mom says the day you quit blowing them is the day they leave you. <laughs> so I would say, do I like giving blowjobs? No, I don't. Do I do oh, it? Oh, sorry, I
2: didn't mean it. In, no, I, I actually meant you oh, have to totally eat sorry. dick. Yeah, no, well, in that case, I'll be single forever because I have a bad back. But I, like, as in, you have to choose your battles uh-huh. and if you win, we both lose. So I can win this. Yes. But then if I do... You're gonna be resentful and embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have lost respect for you. I'm just doing this for ego or whatever. You, yeah. you know what? I'm sorry you feel that way because feelings aren't facts. Right. If so if you hurt someone and they're, you ha- well, I didn't mean to, but yeah. if that was my intention intention and impact. Impact is all that matters. Just focus on the impact, mm-hmm. and like that's been good advice for me because I'm like a justice war. I'm like, let's fucking argue this out, and I'll show you how right I am. Right. Because I don't want someone to think I was stupid or dishonest, so I feel the need to be right. But that's there's no place I'm for that. I'm married to
3: the most stubborn man on the planet, and I'll tell you this right now: I am the first person to go. You know what? Agree to disagree. I'm sorry, and I walk away. It is not worth it. I'm him. I'm I'm him. But, I'm yeah. a he I, will fight you tooth and nail. Like, no, this is why the, you know whatever, and I'm like. Okay, Jeff, you win. I literally would say, you win, and I walk away. And, and now he-
2: that we solved that argument, let's now talk about your tone during the argument. Exactly. Because now that's a whole step. I'm thing. all about tone. I yep. am all about... Um, your eyes better stay looking at me. They better yeah. not go back in your head one time.
3: Jeff and I... I mean, we really do. I, he... We do have a great relationship, and I love him. But I mean, marriage is hard. You do have to work on it. But
2: how? so? Like yeah. how? How? What does so, everyone say? Because that marriage- there are
3: some days you were looking at this person. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking murder him. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you, if my husband tapes his mouth shut at night because he read some book called Breathe about how we're not using our noses correct. So right, like he dicks me down, and then he puts tape on his mouth, and I'm looking at him just like, and I go, Jeff, did you do anything on the che- like anything on the checklist that I need you to do today? He's like, oh, no, get through it tomorrow. Tapes his <laughs> mouth, rolls over, and I'm like, this is it. Like, this is the day that I'm just gonna snap the neck. You know what I mean? Like that shit. You have to still love that person. I I we've gotten to a place because like I'm on the road, obviously working, and like I've had a moment in my career, and I say, I don't want to resent <laughs> just, just, you. Yeah, sorry. It's just, he, does, he tapes his There, neck.
2: there are certain <laughs> things that I think also Howard Stern and Best Stern taught me this. They have separate bathrooms and they've never yeah. seen each other pee or poop yeah. or fart. Well, that's... 20 I, years. That, that's, that's insane. It works for them. It does you know what for I mean? them. You have to know what you need. There's a couple things. Like, I my dude is younger than me, eight years younger than me, and before bed, he does put in a retainer. Yeah. And I'm fine with it, but can you just do it without me? I don't need to see it. That happened. Okay. Like, you can do it without me seeing it. Do you? And once it's in your mouth, don't speak. Okay. So just I'll tell you this. Fall asleep.
3: Marriage, my number one advice is you just need to be prepared that when you're married, specifically, I'd say maybe a straight woman to a straight male, you will know when your partner has diarrhea every day. I know Jeff's, I don't want to know, yeah. but every day he's like, oh, babe, this isn't good. <laughs> or it's like, you know, he'll text me from the golf course, like, oh, I was coming around nine and uh, something happened. I'm like, I don't need to know Please that. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Please <laughs> don't. Every day, like we had dinner the other day. he's was like, okay, we gotta get out of here. I gotta take a dump. <laughs> it was like, and then I stopped and I go, like, it's funny, but now, like, I just enjoyed this really great meal. And now I got to rush home because you have explosive and diarrhea. And think about you shitting it out. And Can think you think hold on your you body sh- a little longer? We just paid
2: for it. Yes. I would draw a boundary on that. But it, we laugh. We giggle. It's I don't hilarious. Know. But- it's hilarious. But there are days where I'm like, if I'm
3: going to have sex with you later, please. I don't. I have mm-hmm. diarrhea, too. I had celery mm-hmm. juice this morning. But don't tell me.
2: Where It's, like, it's, it's picking your moments. It's like yeah. Ale- Alex is younger than me. And... It's things that are so funny are so funny, but sometimes it's just a tonnage. So making fun of me being older yeah. is like, like sometimes it's the funniest thing ever, most of the time. But every now and then it hits me sideways. You never know when the thing you've been cool with for so long is gonna just hit you sideways. Like- I have one bit of advice for single people though, and tell me if you agree with this. Love this. Okay,
3: my one bit of advice is, if the relationship is hard when you start dating, it, you're out. It will never change. It will never change. If it is, if, you, if you're clicking and, and it's it's effortless, I mean, you still obviously have to put in effort, but if you, if it is hard and confusing mm-hmm. yep. and you don't really know how that person feels about you yep. at the beginning, it's not going to get it better. Should,
2: it, 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 this is my best advice I ever got. You should be everything in a relationship. It is okay to be obsessive. It's mm-hmm. okay to be jealous. It's okay to be scared. The one thing you should never be is confused. I absolutely agree with that. That is the only thing, like all the other stuff is normal. Yeah. I'm jealous. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm afraid of abandoned man. I to know me. how you feel about me. I, period. I, I, period. And if you if you are okay with the vagueness, like the person you care about, you don't want them to will have to wonder.
3: Yeah. Either you like me or you don't. You don't. You don't have to be in love with me right
2: this yeah, second. But I but don't either- want to be someone on the back mm-hmm. burner while you're just tr- working it out with other people. 100 agree. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just my thing is like call me when this can be yeah. pa- pa- on the. This will never work, right? But let's regroup in six months. If you're out of that mess, let's try again. But like, yeah, I think that the way it starts is the way it continues. Yeah, because it's only going to get harder. And you're setting a precedent that that's something you'll tolerate and that's something you're okay with. And then it just becomes like a habit. You're cast in a certain role, and then it's just like no. You have to set the standard up front. What do I expect? What do I want? Yeah. And then and listen, then
3: they'll show their true colors. But we really we do
2: everything backwards. I feel like with this, we we when you first meet someone, you want to put your, quote, best foot forward, but you're kind of just pretending to be someone else, right? you know, for the first couple months. And then you sort of let your guard down, stop wearing makeup, start to be yourself. And and then it's like, well, he doesn't accept me for who I am. It's like, well, you also lied. <laughs> it was all, you know what I mean? It's just sort of like, yeah. I feel like we should be as honest and direct as possible for the first three, four months. And then when the person is, then you start Putting on the best version of yourself, yes. you know what I mean? Because now this is the person you like. Now I'm going to show you what I look like if I do put on yeah, concealer. Like yeah, you, te- you pass the test. <laughs> so you pass the test. You pass the test. Let's go to a fancy dinner. But it's like you're not a shallow piece of shit. So yeah. now you're going to get me at my best. Yes, exactly. So now you're going to get me dazzling you in like you know cute lingerie. But I think also with like paying for, I was I always thought that for paying for meals, I'm like, what if the first four dates you just split it, mm-hmm. and then once you're together, uh, you, he can start paying for you. You guys can start doing that because guys. Uh, Girls do like if you spent money on someone, you're there's a different not even like sex and being expected to sleep with them or something. There's just this like, I don't want you to be out of pocket on me because I don't want you to measure how cool I am based on how much you spent. I'd rather it just be...
3: No, I want you showing up to the first date in a stretch limousine being like, let's go eat caviar (laughs) because you deserve it, bitch. Those titties are fire.
2: See, I... No, (laughs) no, I want to feel...
3: Fireballs. Fireballs.
2: Fireballs. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I want to be wine and dined. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes I'm like, I don't want the pressure of you having spent 100 bucks because I want to reserve the right to be kind of boring at dinner or like You can still be boring you know what I mean? No, I, I hear you. I hear you on you that. You know what I mean?
3: Uh huh. Yeah. Or I just
2: think there's a lot but of guys then, like, that don't a give date? a girl a third chance because they're like, oh, I spent $100 a hundred bucks already, and it, you know, it's like, well, it takes time to get to know somebody. I, th- I think don't go too expensive too fast unless you have the money. Okay, I hear you. And If when, you have 200 bucks yeah. and you spend 100 on a date, I don't want to be that girl because then you're going to resent me. Jeff and
3: I's first date was we went um, ice skating at Bryant Park. You know Aww. what I mean? A $15 date. It was so He's great. been trying
2: to murder you for, for years. Forever. Now you're on, a, on yeah. a cliff in Italy. I mean, yeah. he just cannot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. kill you. Well, he was you. a hockey
3: player, so you know he's like slicing around the ice. And of course, I'm from Atlanta. I'm like a baby giraffe legs. But we were <laughs> on know. our date and I got nervous again. I have to keep the conversation going. So I go, who's your celebrity crush? We're like 22 at the time. And he's like, oh um. <laughs> <laughs> Ava Longoria, Mila Kunis. And I literally saw him, go, you couldn't say fucking Jessica Simpson or like a Chevy <laughs> K. Dustin. Like, like, what the fuck? He's like, no, i mean, here asked me. What did you expect? I'm like, oh my God. So I so left. So I'm not your type. So I'm not your type. So I left to date in tears thinking, so yeah. Bad. And he was like, I had a great time. I'll call you tomorrow. And I just left he it. He probably in, thinks they're both Italian though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I left it in tears. It's
2: not that he was mean to you. He's just racist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you can't tell the difference between Hispanic, Latina. Yeah. I'm like, and you Natalia. could have said
3: anybody with blonde hair and big tits. So and he was funny. like, oh, you were asking me serious. You're like, it was just also men are just, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. And they don't know. they. And Alex, he does some genius things. Men that are listening, there's some genius things that yeah. my guy does, which is when I do ask something like that, like, yeah. hey, like if we broke up, who'd be the first? And he would just be like, this feels like a trick. Yeah. <laughs> he will just put it, he was just like, "There's no, let me let me have a second to just uh-huh. play this out. Yeah. I'm not letting you do this. Yeah. Uh, and then he'll say, if I um, want to like buy something or want to wear a certain thing, and I'll be like, do you like this? He says, if you like it, I love it. Oh. If you wow. like it, I love it. Okay. And it's this weird I don't know why it calms me down so much. Uh, well, he knows he knows how to make
3: you feel self-assured and I will say another great piece of advice is they should celebrate you. In a relationship, like when you're in the relationship, if you're not celebrating each other, what are we doing?
2: Yeah. And yes. And it's like, for example, when he passed his boards, he's a veterinarian. Yeah. It was like, we're going to go to dinner uh-huh. and we're in the South. You go to, you commemorate an occasion. Yes. And there's this thing now, which is like, congrats, cocktails. you send a text. Exactly. Yeah. We're and we're getting the cottage cheese with the pineapple. Absolutely. We're getting uh, all, also we're, we're putting chocolate on Oreos. Like, mm-hmm. but just going, this dinner is specifically to celebrate your thing. And I just even mean
3: like in the relationship, like there shouldn't be jealousy. Like it's why to me sometimes when spouses get jealous of each other because of yeah. like professional wins, a relationship win or something. I'm like, that doesn't make sense that's, to me. That's
2: bad. But that's I, bad. But I do think it's not, as long as your motives are clear and you know that it's your abandonment shit or just yeah. like getting jealous of... Uh, um, your exes, and your, your your person's exes and stuff. I think there's a certain element of that that's like healthy and normal. Yeah. You know? Oh but- yeah, well, no, get, getting of exes,
3: I mean, Jeff's ex showed up to a bar one time and I literally, I'm 25 feet taller than her and I was body checked her and I said, listen bitch, sh- there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> And she was almost shit herself, and I was like, "Walk away, bitch." (laughs) Call your
2: boyfriend. But there's like a fireball. There's a the the (laughs) irony is I should love you because you loved this person that I we both loved the same person, so we should on some level like the fact that you love the person I love you must be pretty cool. No, I would murder any of Jeff Jeff's exes. Like if a, a, a chick came out of the woodwork, no, I'd be like.
3: What's your name? Tamara? Let's fucking brawl. No. No, no, no. Jeff has no love before me, no love after me. And I I mean, I tell him all the time, I'm like, if God forbid you get hit by a bus tomorrow, like, <clears throat> I will date again. And you're allowed to date again as well. But just know that, my, you know, if that happens to me, my will ghost will come you. back good, good, and good. I will I will fuck you up the rest of your life. So good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not jealous at all, but I, I will fuck up everyone. But Jeff is so not jealous. There are days he's fair, so secure in himself. And I mean, obviously, as an entertainer, you get a lot of weird, you know, I get creeped yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, But like, we've been at a bar before and somebody's been like, damn, this your girl, like whatever, like shaking his hand, like, fuck yeah, and all this. And Jeff just sits back and beans. He at no point is ever like, man, you need I to love step that. back. I love he's that. He's never, but to the point where I almost sometimes it talks away, but um, I was at the mall today, you know, or whatever, and somebody cat called me and asked me for my number and he was like, as they should ask you for your number because that's it. I'm like, are you not jealous? Because <laughs> I was raped today. Yeah, Jeff, would, he's just so chill. And I don't know if like secretly maybe he gets jealous, but yeah. he's 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 always just like, yeah, you're a babe, and I'm like, thank you. But oh, also, like, we fight somebody. I for like
2: me? that. I la- I do think in a relationship you have to be a fan of the other person. Yeah, uh, my thing is you. I have to look up to the person I'm with. Like, I have to actually look mm-hmm. up to them. If yeah. I don't call you for advice when I'm in a jam, it's never gonna work. Yeah, it's a little thing that I've noticed about myself. Whereas if I'm not asking someone for advice, should I take this job or that I don't think you're smart enough. And mm-hmm. if I start calling my other friends, or then it's just why, why are we doing this? There's gonna be a wedge. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to be like that to me. Like, uh-huh. uh, and he is when I. He's my Google. He's my. He can do fucking anything. Like, I need that. I need someone yeah. I'm kind of in
3: awe of. And that's the thing, too, is Jeff and I have been together forever, but he's the only one. He can look at me and be like... Sit down. You're being a crazy fucking bitch. Yeah. And I respect it. And I go, you are right. Yes, sir. I will I sit down that. and mind my someone manners. Someone that
2: has earned, by the way, someone that yeah. has earned your trust yes. enough to when they tell you, like he uh, he said to me one time, there was like a, a behavior that was not great during the pandemic. I was taking edibles when I had COVID. <laughs> and then it was like the pandemic. It was like you've taken an edible, eight. Yeah. A week later you're taking one at four. <laughs> then it's bleeding into like noon. And uh uh and it, it was very unclear because I had like long COVID, but then yeah. it was unclear what when that overlapped with just like taking edibles all day. And he was like um never uh, micromanaged, never judgy. He just said like, this is getting less cute. Oh, I love that. And then, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to lock it up. And I was like, that is, you said it in the perfect way. That's exactly how I need to hear it. Because, you know, everyone's on drugs right now. Everyone's doing, uh, microdosing LSD, but not that I'm against it. I really want to... Uh, reap whatever benefits from ayahuasca. Uh, I have no desire. Boga, but a lot of people are like doing micro dosing. Yes, and I'm always looking right. And so, um, yeah, I think I'm a little bit addicted to healing. Whereas I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of happy now. I might not have to do that, but I have this thing in the back of my head that's like, you know, you come from a family that mental health was never a thing. And after my dad died, yeah. I had so much grief. I was just trying to do anything, and I'm yeah. still at a point. I haven't, you know, I, I don't think I'll ever get over my dad. It just it breaks your heart in a way that's like. Yeah, I'm always like sad. Ultimately, like I'll have a great time at a party, everyone will leave, and I'll just be like, "My dad's still dead," you know. So I was a I, story in my life. It, it always hits me at a Costco. You know, Father's Day's coming up, by the way.
3: It is coming up, and some bitch texted yeah. me this past Sunday and goes, "I'm thinking of you." And I said, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Today's Father's Day." And I'm like, "It's not for two more weeks."
2: Claire? See, I have a bunch of friends that yeah. are a dead dad's club yeah. and we text each other going, hey, just a heads up. Like, yeah. I turn off Instagram for the three uh, days before and two days after because it's all like, oh no, I know. milk it. I'm yeah. like, my dad's dead. <laughs> you know, please, Pitbull, please come to my wedding. Please, no, I milk no, it. his I'm dying j- wish his dying was wish. that you would sing Fireball to me exactly. in Italy on my wedding day. Um, okay, yes, there's so much to cover. Next yeah. time we'll get into the grief stuff. I yeah. know you have to catch a flight because um, uh, it, when we talk, Talk about grief in a way with like levity. and It really helps yeah. a lot of people because, um you know, but the big advice I give is don't make any of your passwords, your dog's names, your cat's names, your dad or your mom's names. Mm-hmm. Because when something bad happens and one of them cross over, all of a sudden you're going to need to get in your computer and yeah. do shit. And it's all going to be your dad's name, your mom's name, your dad's birthday. Yeah. Like, just don't make any major things like that. Your, Because when I went through the grieving process, I realized it was all my dad's name. It was all, the, you know, and then in yeah. the calendar, Father's Day comes up. Like, there's just so much stuff that you don't realize uh, is in, embedded in your life. And yeah. then you have a situation like that. I will just say this.
3: The one thing, this is so fucked up. I had to go on my dad's computer right after, like, find some, like, tax papers or whatever. And I found, I was going through his thing, and I found his porn and I don't know why this sounds so fucked up. I've never said this out loud, but it was such like normal, healthy porn. And it was like a beautiful, like interracial couple. And I was like, progressive dad. Like, I remember thinking I saw his porn and I clicked on it. I was like, I don't know why that made me feel like he was such a good man. Like, you know, when you're going through laughter, you think you might find something shady. Like, oh, maybe not. You know, it was just this beautiful moment where I was like, my dad was a great guy. It was just like a beautiful, normal thing. It wasn't like, you know, bukkake or yeah, some shit. I was like, my dad was honestly
2: <laughs> the fucking best. He was
3: like into consensual missionary yes. interracial. It, yeah, it seemed very romantic. I was just so proud and I, re- I haven't even told my sister this, but I was I like, I, when I had to go through dad's computer, I was like, wow, I really, you I just got I a good picture dad. of
2: your mom taped to the screen.
3: <laughs> no, he did have photos of this one weather woman who was a redhead. And my mom used to always joke, but he's like, I'm into redheads. He loved this one weather woman. And I can't remember where she was from. And my mom was like, The photos are on. It was like, nice and rachel born. And then this one redheaded weather woman that looked just like and my he mom. Loved- he's a fucking stand up guy. Kyle McMahon. You were the best. Gosh, that's incredible. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So if your parent does die, definitely, if you find any of their porn, that will be the judgment of who they were in a person. <laughs>
2: okay. That's I, their legacy. No, truly, that is their legacy. <laughs> I always end these awkwardly. I yep. want to talk to you forever. Yeah. Um, uh, but, okay, this is your podcast. Yep. Absolutely abs- not. What a yep. great title. Thank you. God damn. And you put it out what days of the week?
3: Uh, Wednesday. And we have an Absolutely Not line. You can call in with any Absolutely Nots and we, we go through it. And love, by I say we. Love. it's just me. And so. then your
2: tour is wrapping up.
3: Uh, yeah, just right with the tour. We're going to shoot a special in August. Yes, and then, where? Um, figuring that out. Somewhere okay. in the South. Okay, But nice. I'm doing it on my own. So nice. let's see. Me too. I just did that. Hold on, Whitney. I have to tell you this one thing, though. I totally forgot about this. I'm so embarrassed by this. I used to work at Cycle in West Hollywood and I used to wait on you all the time. And I used to put my business card in your bags when you'd buy like a sweatshirt at WeHo. And I used to put it in your bag and I'd like write a note, like if you ever need an assistant, if you ever need an opener, I'd love to do it. <laughs> and you never me. I don't make me, they were buying, you were buying gifts for other people. And then so like all your friends have my business cards. But I um, used to give you a business card a week, once be, a week.
4: To be fair, Whitney would never have gone through a bag.
2: Like, you would have never, you would have. By the way, why do you think those were gifts for my friends? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It was always candles. It was always a Soul Cycle candle. the uh, The lemon, John Adler, the John John Adler grapefruit candles. Best candle on the planet. It's so fucked up. I would walk into Soul Cycle, buy a candle, and leave. Yes. And I would. It's basically a
3: candle store to me. (laughs) And actually, I think I put the business card in the candle box. So that's probably why you never saw it, because it was probably you just like whipped out the candle and did it. But I. Are you still available? (laughs) (laughs) I know this probably isn't the direction you're career is going. <laughs> My buddy Ray was like, if you're going to see Whitney today, make sure you remind her how you used to beg her for a job at Cycle and now here I we are. I think
2: that Dale. I was so distracted by how uh, um, pounded my pussy had just gotten. <laughs> it's too much poundage. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's too not, much. They need to make different seats. I agree. And I also, I can't believe I didn't bring that up earlier because that is one of the classes where I'm like, why are you yelling at me? Yeah. My pussy's being physically yeah, yeah, pounded. Yeah. I'm yeah. being female circumcised <laughs> my lips on have, bike seven. Going around the bike. Like, how <laughs> yeah. dare you? Yeah. Yeah, so that's <laughs>
3: And then I was just <laughs> waiting patiently. I'm like, she's gonna come out and she's gonna get a great free candle. And then I'm gonna slide my this print business card that um, my mom made for me online and <laughs> shipped <it laughs> into my apartment. No, this was 10 years ago. And here we are. And you hired me
2: begging you to be on the podcast. And that's why, kids. So can we argue? Write shit down. That me rejecting you <laughs> Actually, or ignoring you yeah. completely was the best thing that ever happened to you? Absolutely. Because if I had hired you, you'd still I would be have killed myself. So like, you'd be right here. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be yeah. in that corner exactly. instead of in that chair.
3: <laughs> and that's how that worked out. So I actually just came here today to say thank you, Whitney. Come on. Thank you. Thank you for saying no uh, to a gal like me from Georgia.
2: Thank you for uh, not sharing that half the time my credit card didn't go through. <laughs> <laughs> that is the same. Wait, at least <laughs> once a week. I definitely <laughs> went, I went a lot for a while. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then I I worked out all the time. I was in the best shape of my life. And Victoria Beckham came in one day and she goes, do you like do this workout? And I was like, <gasps> twice a day. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's a whole nother thing. We'll get into that in another episode. But here we are. I'll make it. Thanks um- for having me. I am
2: obsessed with you. Thanks. I'm please obsessed with come you. back Thank a million times, me. and maybe we can do another version with someone else. Like, yeah. let's just keep. Let's keep. Uh, you. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. I ever. I mean, everyone does.
3: Oh, hey, I'll you take. You test it. very highly. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> I just need all my shows to get picked up because they keep not getting. So please well, pick up my shows. That's how it is. That's, that's how, it,
2: how it is. That's how it is. How yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. And then when the one goes that you want, you'll be like, "Thank God that one didn't go." Where yeah. I, you know, played the transgender hooker. That <laughs> wouldn't have hold up. Held up well. That's awesome. I'm glad we just did my family sitcom about my Italian family. They actually
3: rejected the, the the show about my family. They were like, "We know your dad's dead, but can he not be in this other version?" So we're reworking it. Oh yeah, that like, would be mentally healthy yeah. for they're me. they were like, "Can he just not be dead?" And I go, "Okay,
2: sure. Let me go back to the drawing board." Wait. Yeah. I, by the way, I ask that every day too. Every day, Uh, honestly, I I love for him to be alive. This is so weird. I'm turns out I'm a studio executive. I want my dad to be alive, also. (laughs) Yes, this is. It's like we're on the same page. This is crazy. This This is like on the same page. Yeah, Yeah. Uh I want to not be a walking shell of a person too. Exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. I thought it was just me. I thought everyone wanted my dad to be dead. It was just (laughs) me. He watches interracial porn. That is. That is so funny. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about that. Okay. Okay, I'm jumping on a Zoom. Don't be jealous. Um, I love you guys. Don't ride elephants. Thank you.